All right. And we are live. Yo, no man's killing me with the case. <laughs> Welcome to the last word with Lord Cognito, Ebontis, and the amazing Ty Guy Travis. What is going on, gentlemen? Let's start with let's start with Trav first. What's going on with you, sir? How are you doing? Yeah. I'm doing good, man. I've been working on uh, back-to-back reviews, finished I Am Fish. Now I'm working on uh, that game Sable uh, mm-hmm. that I'll uh, have a review up of next week. It comes out next week. And uh, yeah, just keeping busy. I haven't lo- gotten to play a lot of games that I've been seeing everybody freak out about. Deathloop <laughs> is super high on my list. I really want to get some time with that. I still haven't caught up with uh, uh, Psychonauts 2. I still haven't yeah, even opened that game on my dashboard. Yep. So I, yeah, my, my backlog is super long and growing. And I'm really worried about what this fall is going to do to it. Uh, mm-hmm. How about you, E? Uh, let's see. I've played about five, six hours of Deathloop. It has its hooks in me deep, man. It's just a lot of fun. Now, I've never played an arcane game. I've never played Dishonored, so I know I've missed out. Really? Yes. <gasps> no way. So. Whoa. Don't feel, be, don't feel bad. We, we share that. Maddie like, kills me. And I've Maddie heard, plays kills me all the time. Continue. I've heard really, really good things about like the movement and the level design and stuff like that. And I don't know if the level design would be quite as much as I heard about Dishonored 2. Some like weird rotating church house thing. There's something I remember hearing about that in there that's crazy. But just... I don't know. From watching new rads tell me he played Dishonored one. There's a teleport move that you can eventually get. And it just it feels really smooth. Gunplay yeah. is actually pretty on point. I'm playing on PC, which had some bugs, but I kind of like verified the installation seems to be good now. Um, overall, it just is a fun sandbox to toy around in. And the more you kind of learn, they had some nice quality of life things in there. I'm trying not to give away too much. Um <gasps> we lost nobody and we, we lost, lost our guest yes, and yes, yes. reconfigure 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 i'll take over i'll talk sorry okay, he's good he's good he's in the right position he's in the right he's position yeah he's in all his right. square yeah yes. circle Woo. takes the square that's, right. that's why they call him nomad all right yeah, he he's does. nomad because he's always on the move all right, um, we got to introduce somebody. I know, I know, somebody get, special. Yeah, returning. I, 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 I was yet. getting there. there. I was talking, just talking about that. But anyway, still talking about Deathloop. Yeah, Deathloop's fun. I missed out. I haven't played Fist yet for PS5. I really that one looks good. There's a lot. As I said, I agree with you, Travis. Uh, the backlog is growing. I swear by the minute. Kenna's next week. It's just going to be crazy. So you guys need to play Dishonored. Like, oh my god, yeah. dude. I know. Arcane, Arcane is. I Arcane know, is low key one of the best developers in the literally, game. Right literally, I which is, pod- which is I'm sorry, Chad, you're yeah. right because I literally I was, podcast my defining new coach is like the lord of arcade and he he like kills me. He's like, you gotta play. And I'm like, I know, I know. dude, seriously. Arc art, like X, uh, that's why it was such a big move when Xbox bought Bethesda because they're getting some of the best developers in the world. Arcane is super underrated as a studio, playground games, like they're kind of consolidating a lot of the really good, uh. Yeah. Uh, developer teams but yeah our king games are amazing so before we go too far we have an amazing guest with us so i've got to introduce them so let's get to it welcome to the last word episode number 166 marasov and savathun are currently playing their game of chess while we move like pawns in the system we may think we know the conclusion to this story but the journey still has most of us rather intrigued speaking of journeys crucible has been through a bumpy one for a while now but last weekend was something special Records were broken, Saint-14 probably lost his voice, and loot showered guardians from the proverbial heavens. In a week where Crucible is such an important topic, our guest is a perfect one to join us at the campfire this week. 
If you listen to his videos, you might picture him, you might picture Sherlock Holmes. And you wouldn't be that far off, honestly. With his deerstalker hat, pipe in hand, as he adjusts his glasses and prepares to speak, the words he uses you you know will be articulated in a way that confirms intelligence. But if you listen, he conveys all points of any topic in a way that feel as though a fog has been lifted and new light can be seen on the horizon. You can't explain why after watching one of his videos, you are now driven to improve yourself and yet filled with a sense of calm at the same time. Ready to tackle what lies ahead, but not exactly sure why your perspective may have changed. Was it the words he said or just the way he said it with that smooth ASMR sound and brilliant accent? Mm. Did I have a grand epiphany or did someone just perform an inception in my mind? You may have found our guest by a video, tweet or live gameplay review. You've likely taken a moment to change the way you play Destiny after consuming his content. If you don't find him in Destiny, putting in methodical work for Shax or Saint, he is likely playing car soccer at a very high level. Because, of course, anything with a high skill ceiling intrigues this man. So, whether you roll in Scrub Mentality 101, Iron Banner 212, or Movement 316, I highly suggest you attend one of this man's lectures. The man with the PhD in Destiny, the one and only <laughs> Crucible Doctor... Ascendant Nomad, how are you doing this evening, sir? Put your goddamn hands together. I am doing very good, and that was quite the introduction, I have to say. Um, my answer is yes, I will marry you. Um, <laughs> that was, that was nice. pretty good. That, like, I, should, I, I wish I, I did that to my girlfriend, like gave her that kind of speech and that sort of info, because Jesus Christ. <laughs> I'm allowed to say that, right? I yeah, can say no, you're good. Okay. Yeah. yeah, we made it past <laughs> the first 30 seconds on YouTube. You're you're good. <laughs> we good. Right. What's going on, brother? How you yeah, doing, it's man? Good. Yeah, really, really good. Um, it's been a really good week for for Destiny. It's been a really good week for Crucible. This season is going from strength to strength to strength, and it's getting really, really interesting narratively as well. But I'm just very happy that that not only did Crucible get the revamp it deserved, or, well, part of Crucible got the revamp it deserved, but the communication surrounding it has also been fairly consistent and has been fairly open. Um, so I'm I'm really excited to see where it goes from here, and I'm really excited to see how it is sustained over the next, you know, five months or so. Definitely, definitely, man. Good to have you here, man. Always a pleasure. I, I love your videos. The the, the comedic timing, the uh, the just the, just the know-how of, of PvP. It, it always makes me smile. Brings me joy <laughs> to watch a nomad video. So it's good to have you back. And we got to get into it. Right? A lot of stuff going on. E, like what's going on with this game this week, man? Talk <laughs> to us. I mean, if you unless you're living under a rock, a very specific playlist exploded this weekend. With literally record players for almost all of the franchise, people have different contentions, whether it's Trials of the Nine or D1, basically nearly a record weekend if it wasn't, depending on what record you're comparing it to. And that was Trials of Osiris, which we've all been saying has been nearly dead mode, half-baked, all of those things. And finally, Bungie's just like, all right, we're going to do everything all at once at the same time. Anything we figure out, we're going to hit next week and the week after, which we'll get to. I mean... The fact that I played 70 matches this weekend, and I have opinions wow. about all of those, wow. is yeah, more than you. I probably have ever played like Trials, possibly ever. Wow. So, I mean, wow. I've been carried probably, in D1, I got carried to a lighthouse hard carry. Um, in D2, I dabbled a little, I didn't even play Trials in the night, I don't think, but in D2, like, probably played once or twice here, 
maybe with friends, got to like three wins for a little bit, but literally haven't been flawless. And I still haven't, which is fine. Um, but I played a lot. It's it's an interesting grind. I'll have, you know, opinions about some stuff. But overall, the fact that I can go in no matter when the hour, who I'm with or otherwise, definitely gives life to a lot of different things. What about you guys? Since I took the stage in the wrong time. The non-crucible I, guy go. went first. I'm out of the way. Now I'll the go. important people. <laughs> I'll go. It was interesting because, um, you know, obviously we had a lot of discussion here, you know, Travis and I and stuff like that. And I understood Travis's concern. I know this is going to feel like, oh, this is the attack, the, the jump Travis show. This is not that. <laughs> this is the experiences of, you know, he had he had legitimate concerns and I, I respected that. At the end of the day, for me, I said, I'm going to do something different. You know, I always attempt to play trials with my three squad and, and we, we promptly get smashed <laughs> all the time. And I'm like, I'm not going to do that. I'm going to purposely play solo the entire weekend just to truly see how that experience is. And it was interesting. Like, you know, the, the first couple of matches, I felt like, okay, people were kind of on my skill level. For the most part, I felt like I was kind of the best player, which is weird, which is that that does not happen a lot. And I felt like 80% of my matches were I was the best guy, right? And there were times where I clutched up and did some things. I put some highlights out on Twitter that I was even amazed. So to me, it just showed, okay, the, the pool is larger because if who I'm playing with, I'm the best guy out of everything of both teams. I got a couple of GGs from uh, from opposing teams or some clutch ups I did and things like that. And, and, and some engagement, some qu some clutch uh, quality reses and stuff like that. So that was good. As the card went on, I would say the only time I felt a little weirdness was probably like right when I got to about five or six wins, because then I started to see my opponent's the majority of the time were a two stack or a three stack. And I'm like, damn, okay, that's not necessarily the fairest because I know those guys are communicating. I could tell the, their movement, their placement on the map, and those matches were a struggle. I never went flawless the entire weekend, but I did get the seven. I'll be honest, I was I was proud of my floor at seven. I, I put the I put the tweet up. I got my reads regret, you know. Um I, I think what it did for me is the 50-round thing is a mental game changer because if you're not good at PVP, it's like, okay, just win some rounds, just win some rounds, stick in there. You're okay. To me, when it was the, you know, flawless, a bust, and that's it for every skill level, the people at the bottom, bro, I'm, it's so demoralizing to get smashed the very first man. You're not stepping in there. You're like, yo, this ain't for me. And I'll be honest, I'm guilty of it. And I'm an above average, slightly above average PvP player, right? So it, it mentally crushes me when I was just like, oh, man, and I love trials. So to see that with the round changing, that helped. Then you get your little rewards and stuff like that. I love the focus engrams with saying that is really cool. Just be able to specifically target specific things and weapons I wanted. And yeah, overall, I, I also, I, I thought I got to shot them out on the mats. I'm, I was always against them with low materials. You know, when I play a nightfall, I'm getting showered with prisms and all this other stuff, but PVP, which I love, I'm like, where's, this is the most competitive thing going. So overall, like I said, great experience. I thought for the most part, they they knocked it out 90% of the way. We'll get into the stuff improvement later. But quickly, you know, I thought it would, I was happy, man. I, 
to see so many people on my friends list and it says Trials of Osiris, my favorite game mode of old, like I was happy, y'all. Like it just felt good to see the community show out and people, listen, King David got a got I know, flawless. I saw. <laughs> like King David, like, like for me, there was a problem. I was a little jealous. So I ain't go Franks. I still haven't got flawless in D2. <laughs> but but really? to see. No, I haven't I've never been flawless. Yeah. I've never been flawless. So like in D1 once. But like to see King. Who, and this is a guy that would step in there one time. Get smashed and say, hell no. I'm a PVE main. I'm never going back. To see him there and put that thing up proudly on Twitter. That's what it is. And I, last point I'll say is Merkley's made a good point. It's, you have to, is all the casuals going to go flawless? No, right? Are people in the elite, you know, some people feel like, hey, maybe devalued. I, I understand that to a level. But to me, that playing field has not changed. You can still it has. play. I'll get to it. it yeah, we'll get to it. To me, if you are a guy who wants to go flawless, you'll play the elite of the elite. And what I like is that those guys get to, once they go flawless, technically play, keep continue to on their flawless card against other people with that, with that skill set. So, that to me still has not changed. The thing to me, which is great, is that a whole batch of people that would never play the mode are now playing and the mode survives. So sorry, Travis, <laughs> the numbers speak for themselves, bro. It just it just does. That that's just what it is. You can't deny it. Now you can say, well, more people are going, more people are going flawless. That you know, minimizes mine, I guess, if you feel so. But to me, it's a weak argument it's not because my at the end of the day. Okay, well, at the end of the day, the way you've played previously in trials before, you still can play now. Nothing has changed. You can still match make and you can still play against other teams. And that's my final point. So I'll let Trav go. <laughs> yeah. So obviously I have a lot of thoughts on this because uh, this week the entire internet was hitting me up telling me that I'm wrong because lots of people were playing trials. And I have to say, like, I, I, I think I said on the show, like, 10 times that I thought all the changes they were making to trials were good, except I had concerns about matchmaking. And I think all of the other stuff, crossplay, pumping up the numbers, the system being more rewarding, getting rid of the special ammo carrying over from round to round so the rich don't get richer and the poor get poorer, all the little changes, all the changes big and small that they made, I think were hugely beneficial. And of course, matchmaking was beneficial to increasing player numbers. But the thing I said was that I was worried that if they added matchmaking, the experience that was previously trials of going in with a team of three who are all communicating, playing against other teams that are sweaty three on three is essentially going to be gone and it's not really going to be trials anymore. And I stand by that. I think that's still true. And I think that what this has shown is that Destiny doesn't really have an end game activity for PvP players anymore right now. Um, I played this weekend. I did one card. I was casually playing with people I've never gone flawless with before. And we destroyed every team we ran up against on our first card and went flawless. It was really not much of a, of a competitive uh, landscape. So I, I think it's, I, I, like I said, I think all of this is good. I just think that there needs to be an end game activity for PVP. And I don't know if trials is that anymore because of all of the changes they're making. I think it can, it, it's sort of like, you know, raids were too high of a barrier of entry, so they made dungeons instead, right? Trials feels like dungeons to me now, where it's sort of end game, but it's not really the most, ex so like, you I know, guess the, the I highest heard, tier end I was game like, activity. I heard this somewhere else, this and I wanted to ask, Trials is, I get what you're going for. 
3v3 only. If there was a popular, yeah. if the population was bigger, but was still all teams of three, there's still basically a statistical chance that you're going to go through and have the experience that you did with your team of people that, you know, don't really sync together too well, because there's going to be a big enough population, even if they're threes or match made, that there are going to be some good and bad three stacks. Some play together more, whether you look up on LFG, it doesn't really matter the way the threes come into the match matchmaking or not matchmaking if i go to lfg and i'm like hey do you guys want to play communication is one thing and that will definitely give people an advantage just if three people are talking and three aren't but the fact that there's going to be a disparity in skill levels with a large population means there are going to be times that you are going to be facing teams that are below a normal skill level just because there's so many people in there and believe me, I got stomped yeah. a lot and I can vouch for the other side of that. But I was just saying a big population is still going to give more people a chance, especially if you like you are going to be on a higher end, that you're going to probably stomp more people than you did before. So, yeah, I just I just like like I said, like I am i don't think any of the changes they made are bad. I don't think it's bad that more people are paying trials. I don't think that it devalues my experience of more people go flawless. I think that's a stupid argument. My thing is just that for the people like me who want that, like premium ultra competitive experience that doesn't exist in destiny right now that's all that's all i'm saying there isn't there isn't that experience they need to separate the playlists they need to make a ranked system where there's mm -hmm. you know platinum gold like lots of other games do there needs to be something else so that players our who guest want can, that can talk about that one can do that <laughs> yeah, well, that, yeah i'll let nomad go before yeah. i go so i'm gonna completely annoy cog with this oh, i think travis is completely on the money here I oh, think he's go. correct. Let's go. Let's I think go. he's absolutely correct. The thing is, trials. It it was it was marketed and it was paraded around and it was presented very much like a carnival. It's like, yo, this is a big thing happening and it's new and it's in town and it's a huge thing. Come on down. There's going to be prizes for everybody. It's like going up to a, a carnival um, attraction and you know shooting the the things on the shelf and then you, you know you might miss some but you might win some. And it's just supposed to get people in through the door and get people interested in the idea of playing PvP. Now, we, we really didn't don't have that. We have the iron iron banner was the is the only other thing that gets any sort of attention from Bungie with respect to PvP, and it is really bad. <laughs> like it's it's got a, a completely outdated RNG token system. It is um, very very. It, the matchmaking has a mind of its own. The The actual game mode is arguably... It is quicker than normal control, but it doesn't iterate upon it or make it interesting enough to make you want to play it. The only reason 90% of people play Iron Banner is for pinnacles and yes. if they're chasing for uh, a particular role, like of the P-Spawn sidearm, which, by the way, is S-tier as hell. Yes, short of video, um, short of video, sir. Video's fire. Continue. Yes. Um, so... You know, like, like, so, so the way I see it, the way I see this whole trials thing is that we need people to be excited about PvP again because nobody cares. There hasn't been any reason outside of your own innate desire to go and play PvP. There's no reason in game, story wise, narratively, in lore, any reason to go inside PvP. And it's felt very neglected for a long time. So trials comes around because it's the thing everybody knows, it's supposed to be this uber sweaty thing but they've changed it to be very accessible. They've changed it to allow lots and lots of people into the playlist and they're showering loot, people getting ascendant shards like they've never seen before, people getting, uh, you know, rapid hit Desperado messengers, even though they've never 
dared set foot in trials before. And I think this is all good because it it's put into Destiny 2 the one thing that's it's that has been missing this entire time, which is consistent positive reinforcement. There hasn't been anything in Destiny aside from your own desire to go out there and improve. There's been no reason to do it. And, you know, just on a personal bias level, it's like my content is surrounded around improvement. And <laughs> yeah. there's a very good reason why I haven't grown as fast as I would like. <laughs> um, <laughs> it's because I love it. people don't care. But with trials, you know, you give people the carrot on the stick, except the stick is quite short. And you say, hey, isn't that carrot really tasty? Well, guess what? In Witch Queen, fingers crossed, here's all the different ranking systems in competitive. We have a full competitive rework. Yep. We have that's the one we you need. Know, let's let's just bring in the Rocket League uh, ranking system. We started bronze. Yeah, we end please. up in like diamond plat, mm -hmm. uh, supersonic league, all that grand champion. Sorry, and basically you wet the appetite again. You get people to think about PvP as not a joke anymore. That it is for the every person. And trials is the carnival. Trials is, is supposed to be fun. But if you really want to sweat your balls off. That's what competitive's for. And right now, competitive isn't that. Yeah. So we're left with trials and trials being the end game experience. I agree with Travis. It, it doesn't feel like that at all. Question. I need, for both of you who say that is not the end game experience, the competitive experience, I need what the parameters would be for both of you to say, okay, this makes it competitive. Is it a skill-based matchmaking aspect? Is it, what about the way trials is configured now makes it no longer uh is it just strictly because it's match because in my opinion travis feels it's matchmaking the fact that matchmaking is in and that teams are not set these are his words that teams are not in teams of three communicating right that that takes away from the hardcore sweater experience so my my challenge to that is then what makes it that what it does it have to have matchmaking for it to be that like that, that's my question what defines that do you want to go first? Yeah. Um, for me, I think it, it, it is co always going to be a little bit trivialized when you compare it to other competitive aspects because it's a looter-shooter fundamentally. And the carrot on the end of the stick is ornaments, you know, like guns, that sort of thing. So the primary reason why anybody would play it would be for those rewards. Um, but I think the biggest thing that would... like The reason why I think Trials is not competitive right now is because it's really, really hard to say this. It's really, I need just a minute just to get the no, words no, in no, my no, head. No, right. no. no, that's the only part I'm trying to understand because it's like, for me, it's like, I agree with Ibantis in the sense that if the player pool is bigger, right, then the sweaties, the best of the best, are going to more likely match up against average to low average people. Thus, they're going yeah, so to stomp. They are, you, they, you guys are the creme, creme de la creme, so to speak. So if more people are involved, then that's naturally going to happen. See, my thing yeah. is, so th we, this is, this is my last point. This is my last point. The elite can't have it both ways. The elite can't say there's not enough people playing trials and and then I'm mad because I'm going against sweaties and all I'm going up against other sweaties, right? But when the player place is increased, we can't get mad and say, well, I'm crushing people. It's, it's casual now no, it's, <laughs> because it's, I'm not facing other sweaties. You can't, you can't have it both ways. Yeah, no, I'm personally not fussed about that. I've figured mm -hmm. it out in my head. 
I okay. think Trials is not competitive is because I don't feel like I've become a better player by spending a whole weekend in there. And I no. feel like I should. If I'm spending a weekend, a full weekend of 150 matches plus playing a playlist, I should feel like I got better. I didn't. Okay. And the and I would say the vast majority of the people I face, I don't think they got anything out of it from a skill improvement perspective either. Okay. There isn't, uh, a, like, the whole point of ranking systems, yes, it is sort of skill-based matchmaking. I know you're not allowed to say that word because you'll get no, cancelled on Twitter. that's where I'm heading. <laughs> yep, yeah. That's where we're going. You, when, when you have established rank floors, you have established skill brackets, um, mm -hmm. and there's an expectation and and almost a predictability that comes with those brackets that people are going to play in a certain way and they're going to have a certain amount of game knowledge and this is going to be about um, you know like let's say let's say if you're fabled so you're 2100s if that was a real thing that would be like average I'd say most people should be able to get to fabled they'll be able to hit their shots they'll be able to rotate they'll be able to know what an objective is they'll be able to do maybe have a couple of builds here or there. But, you know, like, then, then you go to the 5,500, let's say that's the top rank. You know, I'm expecting, and if it's done correctly, I'm expecting people with encyclopedic knowledge to, to, try, and, to try and take me down. I'm, I'm thinking about hunters who are running top tree Night Stalker, which most people laugh at. But the fact you pair that with Gemini's Jester, or you pair it with uh, Graviton Forfeit, which gives you advanced uh, class ability regeneration, you know, you can use both of those... Uh, exotics for uh, radar manip manipulation and that throws people off and it can s uh, completely break the rhythm of, of teams because it blinds and it confuses people you know i want to see i want to see a playlist where i don't have to go into f I, I i have to go into third fourth and fifth gear right. to really eke out of victory and in trials for me and i know a lot of people like me and a lot of people who are um you know not super high skilled but even just like above average they don't even have to get out of second gear to get a win and go for and loss. I completely yeah. understand where you're coming from. My question then will be what E is alluding to, the the classic debate with uh, skill-based matchmaking. Well, I was like, I kind of that, but also it so, sounds like for, it sounds like trials, what they've made now is a way to give people in, and a reason to have incentive to go chase the loot that people enjoyed looking at. We've got a new set of weapons in there, and you've also got a reason for people to play a different game mode in elimination, which is going to give them some variety. Is it like the elitist, anything like that? Nomad did a video a long time ago about what comp rework should be. And that, I think when you go into di like I played Starcraft when I was, God knows how many years that's been. Uh, but even Starcraft rank or rocket link rank or however you have the tiers. Like if I log in and I'm in diamond two, no, I probably wouldn't be in diamond. Let's move that down to bronze. <laughs> but whatever, like you're in, you've got a group of people around you. That if right. you jump in, you're going to play around there. And then so and then that way, as Nomad said, it's like if I go in, I'm playing people around me. And this kind of goes back to the 70, 70 matches I played when I jumped in and there was a three stack. I was like, crap, most of the time, yeah. just the way the movement lose. would work, the yep. communication I was like, Same. I think I got him here. I didn't catch the guy flanking. And again, there's things that I can kind of think of. But also it was the point where when I played like the solos or the 2v1 and 2v1, when I got in those, I was like, okay, these two are going here. They're kind of occupied. I can kind of flank around, catch them behind. And there's moments where I actually got to try different things without like the ultra elite knowing exactly the best thing to do. And I got a chance to, I got a chance to learn in those. I just didn't get to explain, uh, experiment that much because those mm. were so rare in my card. Because on those matches when it was like solos or 2v1s and it wasn't and every so often I did beat a three stack, but it wasn't that often when I would play through those matches, I was like, OK, this this is what I want to experience like the whole way through for me at my level.
And that would be a fun experience. There's some challenge. There's some sweat for me at my point. But also there's a point where it's like, hey, I can kind of work on my shots because I'm not seeing somebody slide through midair and hit me in a snipe. And I was just like, holy shots. And I was just like those moments. I'm like, dude, you are far beyond me. But on the other side, yeah. But on the other side, it's like, okay, I'm trading. I see somebody flanking. They're not doing it that fast. They don't make the best move. I can adjust those little things that I get a chance to do in a Mm -hmm. mid mid skill level match is what I want more of. And I think a ranked system would be the best because trials is like a cool way. Like, again, we can have the kind of the debate. Is it elite? Whatever. But like a ranked trials. And if you guys got up to like platinum one, like the highest 5,500, if you want to call whatever that is, if you're at that level and you jump into comp or ranked or whatever you want to call it, you know, that's going to be ultra sweaty, but you know, you got yourself there. Me, if I'm going like bronze three, bronze two, bronze one, and I can see progress as well, that gives me incentive to keep going. But I'm there's no way I should face a diamond one. I shouldn't even be in the same ballpark. That's why I was like, trials is fun at this point. And I think it may serve, as you guys say, almost a different purpose, which is fine. But then comp now needs the biggest rework. Yeah. Yeah. So for like what what I would like. So the original question was, what what does it need to be considered competitive? And I think what it needs is it needs a competitive environment. Like if you think about what trials is as a system now, it's sort of like pulling a, a, a slot machine. Like like you don't know the team you're going to get set up against. And because there's not even a separate playlist for full stacks, it could be solo queues. It could be two people in one. It could be somebody of a completely different skill set. And, and you don't really see a lot of you, you don't get to peek behind the curtain. And that was the same problem with the old skill-based matchmaking system is people don't like skill-based matchmaking when they don't understand how they got into that. And it just seems like they're getting crushed or crushing other people because the reason people like Ascendant and I play trial or play comp, and I don't want to speak for Ascendant, but just the people I know who play comp, they don't play it because they want to get to the lighthouse and get the armor. They play it because they want to see iron sharpen iron. We want to become better by playing with other players who are, at our level or better than us. And we want to make other people better by playing at the same level with them. And if you think about what comp is right now, it's sort of like just a, it's, it's not a mountaintop you're climbing with all these different layers. It's something where you're just sort of completing laps, right? Like you get to legend and then you reset and then you get to legend and reset, but you're not like setting yourself at, okay, I'm diamond one and now I'm going to play against diamond one and I'm going to try to get to, whatever it is that's above diamond one, right? And and working your way up that. And I think if something like that existed and it was transparent how the skill was happening, I had a little icon next to my uh, tag that when I was in comp that showed what skill level I was at, then I would, then I, I'm not as mad about skill-based matchmaking because it's not just matching me based on my play time or my KDA or something arbitrary like that that may not tell the full story. It's basing it off of the progress I've made that season to get into that bracket mm. and then get matched with people in that bracket. So I just think it's a holistic rework. Trials can t- continue to be what it is right now. It can continue to be the fun, as Ascendant called it, a, a, a carnival, which I think is a super apt metaphor. It's a fun, get in there, play trials and earn loot situation, which I think everybody is entitled to. I'm okay with matchmaking existing, but trials had previously been serving not well recently, but in the past it has served the role of being end game content for comp. But, for, has, uh, it, but it has it, but it has it. We just don't have that now. It didn't have what it, it, you just I, I'm described. I'm talking Wait, way long ago. I'm talking it way did, long ago, Cog. It didn't have I'm any of D1. that, what you described. <laughs> Trials never had. That's why I said you're asking, you're acting as if that was in place and then it got taken away from you and thus we have the carnival that is now. Trials never I'm, existed in that format. That's I'm, what I'm, I'm trying, trying to, say. to say. it tried to be that thing. 
And it seemed like like Bungie was always trying to make it that and they got off track. And then rather than going, okay, we're going to rework it and make it the MK content for Crucible, they went the other direction. And they said, Mm -hmm. okay, it's just going to be Iron Banner 2.0. It's just going to be our replacement for, you know, a a more social playlist that's letting people in. And my whole point with this was Mm -hmm. I want trials to be I I, previously I don't know if this is ever going to happen. Maybe now comp is the future, but I wanted there to be an endgame game. Uh, activity for crucible and i felt like trials could be that if they reworked it they went the other way and so of course guys like me who want that are disappointed like how can we no, not I, be like we're, we're, there's I, there's I, no foreseeable future where we have a end game content for crucible and that makes me that you know that's disappointing that's i get all. where you go to an extent i guess for me where you where you seem a bit harder on glory i felt glory and comp attempted that better than trials because i felt glory at least had the visual representation of this progression and skill set of where you are to get to this end game then there was the repeat rinse repeat once you reset the the top rank so to me trials was the epitome of crapshoot prior i'm talking about prior like i didn't know what skill i was playing against i didn't know who i was bachelor i'm talking about d2 i'm not talking about d1 i'm talking about d2 i'm I'm, I'm talking about d1 because in in my in my opinion d2 has never gotten trials right and they've been trying to get back to it but Mm -hmm. in d1 days it felt more like an end game activity to me i don't know if there's something but even in d1 i understand but it was was behind the curtain but there was no visual representation of it no, there was. There was the card. So the card mm-hmm. and what step you were in the card, you were going against people who were only at that level of the card. And because right, the player correct, base right. was smaller, correct. because the player base was smaller, when you get to rank or when you get to match five, six, seven, you sort of know who you're going against. And so right. I'm not saying it was perfect. They've never gotten it right in Destiny. Right. Crucible has always been just a, a complete crapshoot. But okay. I wanted them to go in the direction. And, and a lot of the stuff that they've said over the years is we want mm-hmm. that competitive experience. We want a platform for the ultra sweaties. And right. they 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 seem to have gone in the opposite direction, and so of course guys like me are disappointed. Right. No, but I, I it doesn't I mean that. I think nobody should be able to play trials, and that I'm elitist, and I want like well, oh, nobody oh, to sir, get sir, I, I'm even saying, I'm even sir. saying, I'm even saying, yeah. Uh-huh. So last week you said because matchmaking was included, they, you said they could have done everything that they had. Every every change was great, Correct. except for matchmaking. You said matchmaking was what threw this in the bushes for you. So again, with that involved, if they I, put, I actually said uh, uh-huh. I said trials was unnecessary. If they had done all of the other changes except for matchmaking, I think that they would have fixed ninety percent of the problem. Uh-huh. With with the fact that trials was unrewarding, that it was low, not having a high player base, crossplay right. alone. Why yes. is matchmaking getting all the credit for fixing trials? Crossplay, dude. If you want to talk about increasing the player base, of course, at least on a, a console, because I play on console. There were so many more people just because of crossplay. So mm-hmm. um, that that's my old point. But yeah, mm-hmm. obviously, I think matchmaking is like that was sort of to me the signal of like okay, it there it's no longer even trying to be. <laughs> End game content for Crucible. Like it's just it they're just saying, get in there, hop in casually, one single solo queue, and mm-hmm. that sort of thing. And some solo um, queuers went flawless. I mean, you saw a, a, your King David, he was said yeah. he was in a two stack and he went flawless. To me, mm-hmm. that's like and then guys like me, like we're not even trying. Like I I went literally went flawless my first card with uh right. DJ Oros and, and Minge and those guys right. that you've played. Shout out to DJ so Oros like, if you know Minge. Let, let, me, let me put no this man's last man's question. Man's let me put no this man's last been question contemplating on this a lot. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna yeah. get no man. My bad. Let me talk. No man. I got one we, more we've for you. We've been debating this for weeks, so we got we got history here. Yes, uh, yes, yes. Thanks. Yes. 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 Like, I feel like I've walked in on a lovers' quarrel here. Yeah, you see, he's not sleeping in the house tonight. That's it. Wow. Didn't even get kicked to the couch. 
That's <laughs> <laughs> a big fight. <laughs> I think so. The the matchmaking point is definitely an interesting one, and we can we can debate um, the merits of whether or not matchmaking is the sole reason why trials is or isn't competitive. But on a, on a more fundamental level, we have to keep our expectations in check because this game is not ever going to reach the level of competitiveness that we like to compare to holistically. Because of, <laughs> because, because of peer to peer. I've said that too many times. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So because of peer to peer. So, you know, whatever, whatever Bungie does with respect to matchmaking, I feel like is, is very much just trying to solve that issue well. And, and it's, it's a miracle. It works as well as it does sometimes. Um, though I don't think any of us individually, privately, publicly, whatever can ever go one week without having a terribly laggy match. So the system has limitations, and if they really wanted to make a, a truly competitive game, they pour everything over to dedicated servers. They have PTRs where they can test rule sets, they can test new maps. There needs to be a, there needs to be the culture to support it too. And I'm not Preach. talking about the uh, the the 15 year olds on Twitter who who create rule sets and, and harass content creators. Um, I'm talking about like generally from the ground up, like something that's endorsed by an external organization or Bungie sets up an external organization to handle competitive create tournaments create like to update their tos so that they can have um more than ten thousand dollars as prize money because right now everybody's playing for like twenty dollars or 7-eleven gift cards which is adorable um <laughs> but it's um like like ultimately trying to trying to make a mountain of a molehill is is personally not in my best interest i try not to i try not to think too much about what it could be because the bones aren't there right now. And until right. they actually make an effort to make the bones more solid, um, it's a bit of a moot point, isn't it? Yeah, that, that's all I was trying yeah. to say. I think, I think for me, you know, I never... I got to the point with Bungie, just with the whole separation between PvP and PvE, the non-separation sometimes, you know, when it comes to balancing and sandbox, it's just a game that, in my opinion, is they have proven it's just too difficult to balance. Right. So on that fundamental core level of weapon sandbox, I never looked at this game as the ultimate competitive like Halo. I look at like an arena shooter, balanced map placement, map control. That's the epitome of PVP balance. And you can tweak and, and, and work in that sandbox better. But Destiny just has so many extra variables well, and then and then abilities. Let's be real. Like it, we can were I at speak a to that, actually. Yes, sorry. Please, please, sorry, please, sorry please. to interrupt. No, please. please um, do. I know I was ragging on the the scrim scene just now because it's it's they, it's easy, um, but I do want to give them credit actually because some of the rule sets they do come up with they they generally like to sit down and they they look at the stuff and they say okay this is really really powerful we're gonna omit that and this is really really easy to proc so we're gonna omit that we're gonna we're gonna ban this we're gonna ban that and you look at these rule sets and and they look ridiculous on on the face of things they look like no fun allowed is is the best way to describe it but then you sit down and you actually play with them right. and you get a glimpse of what might be which is r the most tragic thing you you really they they really do think about them and they do think about how it all plays together and yes sometimes it gets a bit samey everybody runs hand cannon shotgun anyways um huh. it's 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 a wonderful look at what would happen to the crucible if gunplay and gunplay only was allowed to shine right 
And, and yeah, I mean, literally just reiterating what I, I wanted to say too, which is that it's just, it's just the nature of the game and the ability spam and supers. Destiny just has way too many variables. So for me, I understand Travis's concern and wanting it to be the pinnacle of PvP. And that's something still to, for them. I know they, as a, as a studio, I know they want to aspire for that. I know they sure. still want that, of course, you know, but at the end of the day, I just, I think it comes down to the survival of the game versus the vision of the game right and that's at conflict at the end of the yeah. day it, that's the problem and they looked at it they tried the, the sweats were in there and everything that they tried just wasn't working then on top of it we didn't even talk about obviously the anti-cheat which was another can yes. of worms besides the dedicated lack of dedicated service and all this other yeah. stuff so the way that's i look at it one. yeah they're doing the best they can and i trust me i i know me and travis have it all the thing but i know where he's coming from I know he what he's saying to his core is right in the sense that this is not the PvP hardcore. I'm going to learn. I'm going to get better yeah. at the highest level. And I've already, you know, what's the word? You you just say like, okay, forget it. <laughs> you know, it's, it's never going to be that. You're currently <laughs> you know, in the stage of, of acceptance. Yeah. You know, you're already past grief and anger. You're now in acceptance. I always was there. Yeah, I was <laughs> you, there. You can. You can ex- so I've I've said like a million times on the show that like I don't think Destiny will ever be balanced, and I mean that for PVE and PVP. <clears throat> but mm-hmm. that said, PVP is is so vital to Destiny because it has yes. always kept the game alive when Preach. PvP content couldn't. I'm with you. And the, the, with you. the group that has kept it alive most are the hardcore sweaty people who like to play this game and try to make a competitive game out of it. So I don't think it's impossible to make mm-hmm. a mode that at least puts people in brackets that season for and gives them an aspirational kind of grind to move up and down and they don't even have to lock specific gear behind that they can give me a title or give me a glow or give me a weapon that's a certain color so that when i rock it people are like oh he was in the diamond group there's there's you know there's lots of different uh op- options that don't have to be oh i'm elitist and i want loot that nobody else can get that's not my play mm-hmm. at all i just think okay. that they could do a lot better than they're doing in terms of comp. It doesn't have to be a perfect. It's never going to be Halo. I don't want it to be Halo. I already have Halo, and I'm very excited to be playing it in a couple months. But uh, I, you know, I, I just, uh, I just think that they could be doing a lot better, and I think it would help the health of the game if they created something that like that because it would reward the people who keep the game alive when Destiny doesn't have PVE content. Which, let's be honest, that's like most of the time. Like oh yeah, Destiny's oh, story yeah. tale of like oh, yeah. not having enough content and having to rely oh, yeah. on an old crap. So I think yeah. uh, I, I just I you know of course I'm disappointed, but like it, am I mad that that they had record numbers and trials this weekend? Like no, I was I thought watching she was, all the news I thought she was tearing up the stat sheets. <laughs> I'm just messing with you. I, I know. I, no, I, I had a big smile on my face. I, I was know. like, this is awesome. I love that people are playing PvP. Now I'm going to get into the playlist and make them wish they hadn't. And then I did, right? And that is, uh, that's how I do it. So Respect. Last point so that we could meet in the middle here. Um, What about, like, I, you make a fantastic point as far as um that distinction on, on the on the highest level. Like, do, like, let's say the next iteration would be like that. I don't say like a comp ranking system, like we talk about this diamond and, and stuff like that. And then... Or at least separate again, the playlists for trials. I think that has to happen. I don't think we can have one. I think we have to have freelance and then we have to the have freel- stacks. I, I now, that's can, where I'm yeah. with you. I, the, the biggest flaw for me was the... Like I said, I, this is why I'm like, damn, they really do need the freelance because... I really felt, and I know, shout out to people who did go, go solo, you know, in no, this I, I just, I just watched Nomad's uh, reaction when you said that. Oh, yeah. 
It's been an interesting one, so go first. Yeah, no, 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 no. It just, it just. I, I've seen a few people say they've gone flawless in this new system, just matchmaking, whatever. That's amazing, which is amazing, right? But for I me, did solo, and I'm, I'm gonna be honest. I got slapped. It was so yeah, hard because I, was, I was playing against full stacks. I was just like, dude, these guys aren't communicating. I, got, I don't right, and I felt at that once I got to five to seven. That's when me and Travis were in complete agreement. I just felt it was completely unfair because it's a difference when I'm playing with other people in the same situation as me who are also freelancing and not team. But the minute I seen two people with their clan tag, the same on the opposition, I pretty much knew it was a wrap because those guys had better communication and were going to be dominant. So that's where I do agree with the separation that at, at some point with this trials labs, I would love that freelance. So I, this way I know Everyone is in the same boat as I am, and it's you know it's it's not going to be oh yeah they had the, the the two stack the three stack. But I'm sorry, no Matt, you was going to continue. No 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 no, go ahead. I'm, no, I'm finished. I'm finished. That was my point. I completely forgot. Oh what I was no, about to say like about for it. me, like for me, that's. I watched the debate over the weekend. Everybody's like, "Don't jump the gun." The population is big, and that was mm-hmm. one of the things that I saw a lot of people talking about with regards to because, as you said, I played seventy matches. My win rate was about twenty one percent. It was pretty rough because I did two cards. I did each one to seven wins. I did first ferocity because the three turned into four, got me my wins faster. Then I switched it over to wealth. So I got more ranking points to level up that way. It seemed to have some benefit. Um, and going through that, as I said, the times when I matched with mixes for me felt good. But there was like a slew when I was at like three or four wins on my second card. Three stack, three stack, three stack, three stack, three stack, three stack. And I'm like, this yep. hurts. Be- and Hurts, those bro. those are the moments when I'm like, if everybody was freelance or everybody was like your three stacks, that Preach. would balance things out. But then you have the division you have you think now versus you think five months from now, the end mm-hmm. of season of the loss when the population gets smaller, and then people are wondering, okay, how how divided are the playlists going to be then? How many people are still going to be playing? What is the matchmaking going to look like? Console, as you have. Both Xboxes, all the Playstations, you have all of those and Stadia, the, those five people, all Shout of that grouped in, in together. <laughs> put, res- put respect on Stadia, Nick. <laughs> no, but you all have them, all the con- of them. I, think, I was going to say, I think the console pool actually could probably manage split because it is so big. When you I'm go dumb. to PC, you already have the certain number of people in there. Then you have like somewhat sweaty mouse and keyboard ultra sweats in there. The threes are going to be like, what in that? Like, they're going to walk into, you know, basically the OK Corral and try and dodge dodge all the crazy bullets. And then the freelance, that may incentivize more people to go into freelance, depending on. How. So there's this whole debate over, like, splitting the playlist. Those, like, console, I think, could manage. And if they tried it there to see, I can understand PC being a smaller pool. But I was like, there are times when I was in there, I was like, if I could just have a freelance playlist. I could at least enjoy my time. Whether I win or lose, at least I know I'm like... You're going to have you're going to play against like one person on a, like a solo stack. That's like, yeah, that one dude carried their whole team. And I was in the same boat. Like I did well on one. And I was like, I had like I had a 9.0 in one match. And I was like, yep. holy crap. But on the other side, I said like 0.5 and a dude carried my butt through that win. So I was like, you have those mixes. But if it's threes against a mix, it is rough. But also people are like, we just got the population to a good place. Everybody's scared to say, yeah. if you divide it, is that going to hurt it? And I just don't know. And that's why I was yeah. like. I don't yeah. know the right answer there. And that's the biggest one is I don't know the numbers. I don't know how much we got. We saw crap ton, you know, from Destiny Trials Report, the number of players that queued. I would just I would be curious 
to see and even I guess like a mix for me would be like every third weekend, every second weekend, every fourth weekend, you get a freelance playlist that's a guaranteed in rotation. So you don't split them all the time. But that solo player still has an opportunity, you know, not too far away that they can go play flawless because if they're worried about the pop and they could like balance it and see like, hey, this weekend we've got it this weekend we don't and kind of see what the numbers are like. Just wondering if that would even work since we don't know yet. It might work as long as it's telegraphed and marketed ahead of time like this revamp was. Like, say, hey, this is Solo's playlist is coming out. Just like, you know, e even if it's a TWAB mention. The, 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 the point is you need to make people aware about it. You need to encourage people to actually try it out. And whether you do that with better loot or you do that with a, a different take on the game mode, whatever. I think wondering if the population withhold will hold is a valid concern. Yeah. But it's also, we have to remember we are completely in uncharted territory right now. Like, we've never had this many players in trials. We've never had this many matches in trials. Six-month season in the probably the most stacked holiday season coming up that I can even remember. Um, yeah, populations can take a hit, and probably as soon as, like, November. But, you know, like, it's it really is a case of crossing that bridge when we get to it and then making the right making the right decision based on the data available and but crucially also having an open and frank conversation about it too leaving people in the dark and leaving the game mode to suffer that will be way worse than any decision made about solo freelance being made permanent or not agree yeah Try. yeah i'm not really sure on that one a part of me thinks maybe the purpose of keeping the solo and duo players in the main playlist is because they're not supposed to be going flawless really I mean, maybe you'll have a fluke once or twice, but mm. for the most part, if you're playing there, you're just trying to get your card wins loot. and, you know, gr grind your loot and that sort of stuff. And and I, I, I appreciate that. The problem is that it means that players like me, if the player base remains as high as, as it is, uh, are are basically just never going to get to play trials against other people who are in, in squads, which maybe that's not the purpose of trials anymore. I'm not really sure. It, it is totally uncharted territory, but uh, yeah, I, I think um, it could work, but. I don't really have um, I'm not really sure. Yeah, I mean, we'll just we'll, we'll have to wait and see. But it, it's clear they're sort of responding quickly. I mean, we saw new tweaks in the TWAB, which maybe we should get into. Now, I was like, but, uh, that's yeah, um, we're going. Yeah, good transition. Yeah, yep, good transition. Yeah, let's 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 do that. But yeah, I, I'm, I'm not sure they uh, they have an answer yet. I think they're probably going to wait a couple more weekends and see what happens to the player counts before they, they make a new decision yeah. like that, which I think is probably smart. Yeah, I agree with Trav. I think it, it's it's. Bungie seems to to work wait on the analytics and the data before they move. The vibe I get from them is, and we'll get into it, is uh, this is like a stage process. And I think for them, the initial goal was population. That it was just too low. No one's playing it. We have to do something. The changes catered strongly towards that. Now it's a matter of, okay, we got to address these other issues, the tweaks and E, I'll let you go because it's a perfect transition, like Travis said. <laughs> yeah, no, I mean, the TWAB is one of the biggest things they mention are the upcoming changes. And there's even a tweet that some couple definitely points of contention. I'll be curious. Um, tomorrow, there will be a few changes going live for the second week of Trials of Osiris for Season of the Lost. Uh, they're not satisfied with matchmaking experience for players after seven wins. And I didn't notice that. When I sat at seven wins, I was just getting stomped constantly. Hence why I actually reset my card to go try. That was very frequent. Uh, that area of matchmaking has a significantly higher rate of 5-0 games than we would like. Sounds about right. So we are enabling a flawless matchmaking pool. 
However, we want to make sure that there are enough flawless players to maintain good matchmaking times, so we're waiting until Friday afternoon to turn this on. And we will be watching player reactions and matchmaking analytics all weekend to make sure it's behaving properly. Now, Fallout tweeted to Cosmo about this, and he actually got a reply because Fallout Ooh. asked, yo, pretty Oof. sure I know the answer, but just double checking. The flawless matchmaking are... The flawless matchmaking, are you still in that new flawless pool even after you reset your card? Or are you in that pool when your card is at 7-0 flawless? And Cosmo replied, once you go flawless for the week, you start by trying to match with other flawless folks. It may eventually resort to not to matching against non-flawless, but it resets every weekend. So if you get a flawless ticket at any point in the re weekend, you are now considered flawless you know, in that 7-0 matchmaking, it sounds like. So before I go any farther, because that literally happened not that long ago, I wanted oh, to get dope. kind of everybody's thoughts, especially the two more hardcore who may get stuck in the flawless at that I point. Hit I want to hit trash. I want to hit trash. Yeah, my, my initial thought to this was that the longer the weekend goes on, the easier it's going to be for everyone to go flawless because all the people who already flawless are going to be in a separate matchmaking playlist. And so... I, it's not I, I like that there's a way for flawless people to play against other flawless. I think that's great. But it makes me wonder, like, is everyone going to be in that playlist by the end? Because then you're only playing against people who haven't gone flawless yet. And it just it I, I, I haven't seen it in action yet. So I, I have no idea. But that was my first thought is, dang. So if you want to go flawless, just wait till Monday morning, hop on with your friends and only end up in a crew of people who aren't good enough to have gone flawless by Monday yet. Like, that's just. That seems crazy to me. Now you're going to start ranking. Awesome. You got a Friday flawless. That's hard. Saturday flawless is yeah. like medium. Sunday flawless, a little casual. Yeah. And then like Monday medium. flawless. Like Monday you flawless. Just, everybody you just, come on in. Yeah, the you White got House that. is open. No, 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 no. no. Like the, 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 real, the real time is Tuesday morning before. Yes. Yes. Tuesday morning. <laughs> oh, Tuesday yeah. morning. Ooh, that's just, that's, that's a cream right there. Yeah. yeah I, I, I think like. Because because sometimes like this weekend, for example, I didn't even get to play until Monday because I was super busy with reviews over the weekend. So, like, I'm worried that, like, I'll have missed the boat. Like, my, <laughs> my trials experience is basically going to be like, all right, you just smash these children in the face and then you can start playing with your boys. I, I just don't feel like that's a good opening to my uh, trials weekend. So. Uh, you don't want to go pull up on the playground and start challenging I kids. don't, dude. I don't. Come man. on. I'm not trying to, hey, I'm not Cog, trying to you and me. Cog, you and me. Monday night, we got the <laughs> Monday night. We yeah. You, <laughs> you guys can use the stop padding, eh? <laughs> yeah, bro, yeah. I need my training wheels. Let's go. <laughs> so ahead, no, my uh, my view on this is uh, it's 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 tricky. I, I I'm I'm very I'm very hesitant to give reactions to things we haven't seen yet. Um, but on the face of it. This is gonna suck for people who like to help people to the to the lighthouse. Yeah, that's gonna absolutely suck. Yeah. Carries are not gonna happen, or they're gonna happen, but they're gonna be harder for a lot of people. It is interesting that you said that, like what Travis said. It's like eventually, if the population holds and the people keep playing, and they 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 are encouraged to keep playing because they know the sweaty people won't be in their playlist, everybody will go flawless. And then what happens there is they'll get their flawless and be like. Okay, I'm just going to be I'm matching out. with like 2.3s and 3.3s and 4.3s. I'm out. So, so you'll see an increase of. So what I'm predicting yeah. is you might actually see a, a net increase, or, or or rather the same amount of people going flawless if the population holds, but way less matches played. Mm. 
So when you see the trials report statistics at the end of uh, on on Monday or Tuesday, I, I think we're going to see maybe a, a third reduction in matches because you're going to see people playing less. You're going to have the average players and above average players. They might stick around. They might give it a go. They might like you know if you have a chance for an adept Shayur as the end of the match or adept flawless weapon, um, you know facing off against another seven zero team, another flawless team is. Well, it's it's earned, right? You you did that once, you should do it again. So, idealistically, makes perfect sense. In reality, not sure about this. I think it'll kill okay. the replayability for a lot of players. Sweats uh, will play actually, regardless. Before you go, Cog, one more thing I realized that uh, I think it might be a problem. Um, people who are trying to grind for god rolls on weapons or armor or what have you. Yeah. Uh, I could see them intentionally throwing cards so that they can stay in the non-flawless matchmaking yeah. lists for the week. And then they're just getting to six wins, throwing Reset. the matches, or just resetting their cards, and then just uh, doing that over and over again to grind for stuff. So just like we had when the initial trials relaunch, where people were losing after the third match or resetting their cards so that they could just crush the easy matches, I could see that happening because of the way the loot game works now. So... Like I said, like matchmaking and this whole this whole system, it's it's going to introduce new complexities that we haven't thought of yet, and I think that's possibly e, one of them. E, go ahead, I, I see you. Uh, lady. No, I'm just <laughs> like I'm literally these. reading the feedback from Twitter as I'm oh. going through because it's coming here. So, Grenader Jake, uh, wait. So even if I reset my card after going flawless, I'm going to match flawless tri teams the rest of the weekend. That will make helping people flawless kind of tough, as you guys stated. Couldn't I just avoid this by resetting my card at six wins every time and stopping myself from going flawless? So that's one. Um, <laughs> it is confirmed. Is it character or account based? It is account based. So it's even it's broader. Uh, mm -hmm. They said they will be watching both analytics and feedback and trying to balance fast matches with good matches across the player base. It's definitely not set in stone. Um, those are the big three. I'm trying to see if Cosmo replied to anything, but those were a couple big ones. Uh, and they even follow its reply was just dot, dot, dot. Oh. <laughs> so i mean you can kind of read yeah you can read his thoughts on that one um but yeah it's like carries is going to be tough but also in turn it's like are they are they trying actually that's the so that's the solution to carries though isn't it like if you're carrying someone nomad you can just get to six wins and reset your card and yeah. let the person you're carrying get the seventh win so yeah 100 do that and then and then you go flawless at the end of the week. Like on Monday, you just you go uh, and, and make uh, Cog and E cry on Monday morning. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we'll go and be like, who's this guy? This guy's not supposed to be here. <laughs> yeah. No, it's, yeah, it's, it's, oh. it's, it's really strange. Like I, I understand that it will. But it, this, is, this is the thing I don't understand is they said that the reason for doing this is that they found that most matches at seven were resulting in five hours, right? Yes. Or, or or higher than than expected percentage, yeah. and that was actually my experience. I can confirm that when I was doing my helps and I was carrying people in my server and and in my clan, one of us would actually just do you have a flawless card, and usually be me or or my my other carry partner, and say yeah okay we're gonna queue in on your lead. So we queued in for flawless games when other people were at zero, and we had easier matches the whole way through. So mm. there was something broken. There was 100% something that needed to be fixed. But I'm not really sure that locking flawless people behind flawless tickets only mm -hmm. is the right way to go, especially mm -hmm. given that 30% of the population went flawless. Right. Yeah. 
That doesn't seem like a good solution to me. But then again, it's one weekend and they said they might change it. So yeah. let's give it a go. Let's. I, I, I'm not optimistic about it. I don't think Ooh. really anybody is when you think about it for more than two seconds. Um, but it doesn't that's solve it. the problem. It doesn't solve like the problem. The, yeah. Anyway. I was like, and like I, you, I, you, you, yeah, go ahead. No, I was just going to say, I think this comes back to what I was basically arguing for last week is a lot of us who listen to podcasts, watch videos who are deep enough into this game to be kind of in depth in it, whether it's skill or otherwise are still probably that like 20, 30% of people who are not what Bungie is probably trying to cater half of these decisions towards. Like you have a very solo casual audience who doesn't even like look at YouTube videos, who just logs in to do some strikes. And they're looking at this and saying, Hey, we still have a vast chunk of our player base who might be able to engage on Tuesday, but if we can get them to engage a little bit more on a weekend, they're going to have a player base that sticks around more frequently. Maybe they go after some ornaments. Maybe they spend more in the Eververse store. It's still that business side of things that I think for them, they're trying to say, yeah, there's an angry minority, but the vast majority is somewhat some of these decisions are for. And I, this feels like one of those is all I'm saying. It feels right. like it was- leans into a lot of the people that we don't typically think about because we're not those people. All right. Well, I, I it, it gives the it gives that angry minority a lot of chances to just like game the system and <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like yeah, like, card no, reset like, thing is you're you're not wrong. Problems, so. And yeah, definitely. I mean, definitely valid concerns. I'm not gonna sit there and, and say that these concerns are not valid. I just think, like Nomad said, one week, let's see what happens first. That's the first thing. Second, I think it's one of those situations, kind of like what you said, E, where you look at the whole, you look at the percentage, and then how do we now address the flawless run, right? How do we address that so that there's no exploitation there? But to me, it's a bigger issue than all of that. And to me, my concern is actually that with this system and the initial success of the system, this is going to put a lot of pressure on them to now have solid rewards that match it because this first week was Reed's regret and granted it was worth doing it it's a, a, a stasis linear fusion it's the season of the fusion linear fusion right now we all got that particle deconstruction mod or whatever it's called and that is a high reward something to chase for right the pressure to me is on the loot in the reward team for people to go in there because at the end of the day we could farm and people could farm but once the elite get what they want for the most part, unless they're doing carries, yes, they're going to be out. And the major- it's going to still serve that majority who is more casual, who will pop in here and there, that gets to the season late. To me, it comes down to the reward team now as well. And them stepping up so that each week trials is introduced, there are new weapons, new things. And that's something I've always had to boot on their neck on, even with iron banner you know thank god we got the 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 peace bond and the stasis thing you know i'm saying because that made me okay i gotta get an iron banner but other than that the pvp rewards in comparison to the pve there's always been a negative disparity and i want to see even exotics i want to see stuff like how we had we were trying to talk about the pinnacle days right there needs to be reason and incentive to properly get into pvp to get those weapons and armors or whatever that you can't get elsewhere and that's the one that i'm fear-mongering i'm like bungee y'all have yet to prove to me that you guys are going to be consistent because the minute we did have something, goodbye mountaintop, goodbye recluse, goodbye. 
I got my babies neutered. You know what I'm saying? So that, that's all about my, my main concern. But no, I, I understand mean, where everyone's coming that's from. That's a real concern because, as mm-hmm. other people say, is if it's if you get to the point where now, as you guys say, by Monday, 50, 60 percent of the population has gone flawless. If you do this for six or seven weeks, potentially, depending on how drops are going, you're going to have at least one of potentially every adept weapon now yes. as an even average player. Possibly if you play on that like Tuesday morning, you might get the hookup. Mm-hmm. But like, then is that the point? Like, how long does that carrot on the stick stick out there? If you like, I've done the sweaty trials, it's fun for a little bit, gives me a little bit of a reward. How long will that last? And again, what is that going to do to the population? But these are all tough things because they're trying to get people into the playlist, period, to get them to start. But then how long do they stay? And this is a six-month season, so it's going to be an abnormal one anyway. But when you turn around and say, like, hey, once you've got the weapon, are they going to go back in there? Have you given them enough of a reason? Is it a fun enough experience? Is it something that they can get something out of? Or have they got all they need and they're out? And that's one thing I think only time is going to tell. But as you said, if they don't keep making new armor, new weapons, new cosmetics, new changes to these things... On a consistent mm-hmm. basis, which we typically have not seen, that is setting us up for failure at some point, yeah. especially. Yeah. Yeah. Agreed. Okay. Agreed Step two Should, of the 12. Are, are we about to? Okay. Cool. No, no. I was like, we're still, still, uh, are still talking about Crucible? Uh, yep. Sure. sure. Still, okay, cool. Because I, I just, you know, I want to make sure we get in our long running segment before. Oh, we yeah, no. Yeah. We <laughs> haven't even got yeah. to that yet. Don't you worry. <laughs> Things went out of order from my plan, but we'll get there. I got you. I'm going to no tee doubt, it no up doubt. in everything. You just beat me no to doubt. it. No doubt. Okay. Amazing. So they said they're also not happy with the experience of players who have a bad streak of getting repeatedly thrashed 5-0. and oh. So we are na- enabling some matchmaking help if someone runs into several blowout matches. This temporary help mechanic clears up once they start winning again. So don't think someone will cheese a flawless by tanking for a few games and then have a weekend of smooth sailing. Thoughts? Yes, that's me. Yeah. Uh, like, I, I was on, I was on the run, man. I was, I, I was like, yo, I, I might be able to do it. Five zero solo uh, matchmaking. I just, I just figured out a uh, a new rule for your and Ebontis's, uh So here's what you do: you log on do? on Friday and you get five losses. Uh-huh. And then you wait till that Monday morning, <laughs> that Tuesday morning. I'm done with you. I'm done. <laughs> They're going to be like, you. here's that flawless on your silver platter. Enjoy. <laughs> I am done with you. You're a fool. That's the strat right there. That's the strat, guys. So get those losses oh, in no. early. Get the losses get in early. Get those losses in early. Log I'm running that down. Thanks for the reset. content, guys. Oh, yeah. yeah. My, my video tomorrow. <laughs> What's going to be more valuable? Zer video or how to cheat the system at trials? That's probably the I way to get the Yeah. <laughs> that was classic. Oh, that was classic. No. Yeah, man. We got we got to see how this gonna go. But um, yeah, that was my thing because there were there were a couple of moments where I'm like, yo, I'm I'm doing good. Every match made team, I'm carrying. I'm, I'm feeling good. I, I might be able to. And shout out to Forte. He he actually did it. But every time I got to five wins, bro, I would always see that double clan name on the other side. That three stack on the other side. And I'm not one to yell at my blueberries, but damn it, they were failing me badly, bro. I'm like, guys, what are you doing? Stop like, where are you and going? It, Why did nobody that, had my butt yep. over here on the other? Like, I'm looking bro. here. There's two of you behind me. What are you doing? Bro. And I'm not I, even that skilled. Yeah. That's what I became Travis. And I was like, if you damn guys, I can communicate with you and you can tell you stop getting pinched. Stop getting picked. And I said, you know what? 
the advantage of of the match made squad because that is how it should go that we should get stopped right but if it's in a matchmaking playlist in my opinion it's where the freelance gotta come back in but we gotta see i just i just i just struggle with the algorithm unless the population is still not big enough right i just struggle with the algorithm still putting me up against two stacks and three stacks i just don't know how the, the the matchmaking algorithm works there it's just very interesting but i definitely felt it bro because it it took away chances for me to attempt it I th- so i don't know what you guys thought i think it prioritizes uh how many wins you have on your car yeah probably to so how many uh how many people you have in your fire team and so yeah. yeah clearly the the playlists are big but it's still a minority of players in destiny so yeah yep 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 what do you guys think nomad what you think nomad any thoughts about the know, whole man. 5-0 matchmaking you got to protect the average player. You have to make sure that their experience isn't a negative one. From what I've seen, I feel like the the for for a lot of people who are getting thrashed, for a lot of people who are struggling in the playlist, you know, for them at least there was loot. Yeah. At least there was it, that was the that was what made it all better. Is the round wins, the reputation, all that. That will get old. They'll get their loot, they'll get their roles that they want, and they'll be happy with that. And then, like we said before, it's like, is the core experience fun enough to keep playing? And if the core experience for them is getting thrashed 5-0, you got to address that. And I think they're right to address it. I'm not sure if artificially taking people out of a pool and putting them into another artificial pool within the same pool is the solution. I'm not sure if it's going to be implemented well, and I'm not sure if it's going to be implemented in such a way that degrades match quality and 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 puts people from across the world together just because they're they're zero they're you know they're zero and five. So there's a lot of unknowns here. There's a lot of question marks, but you know the fact that they're trying this and the fact that they're even trying to address that that even messing with the matchmaking algorithm in ways we've never seen before yeah i've never seen this yeah that's that's interesting to me that mm-hmm. that i think somebody who's running the show is very sharp and very switched yes. on because that's a, an experiment i've never seen before and, and just to jump in that's what's giving me hope because as a neglected pvp lover to see that level of transparency and quick transparency gives me hope that they are paying attention because as travis me we know bro we don't get no love on this side our community we don't get no love bro it's like the pvp mains we're dying out here (laughs) and and, and to see them even talk about it i'm like oh daddy's spending time with me today (laughs) if i I can give a if i can give a bungee please for this thing i'm fine (laughs) I'm fine with Bungie doing this rule where if Uh you lose five times, you get added to a separate playlist. But after Trials is over, on Tuesday at reset, Bungie must release a full unabridged list of all the gamer tags that were in that playlist over the weekend. (laughs) Unabridged! If they ever appeared. And there's a separate sub list on that of people who ended the weekend in that playlist. People who (laughs) stayed there, right? I want that to be published. Then it'll be okay. I'm done. You sound like Teddy. You want public shaming right there. And and then the top of that list, Ty Guy Travis. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Top of the list, Ty Guy Travis. 
<laughs> he, lost, he lost those five matches on Friday and he forgot to log in on Tuesday morning. Oh, he, <laughs> he got stuck in a review and man, we're just, yeah, first one in, Travis got in at 12.05. Everybody so else followed right guy, The first team to enter that playlist, yep. I should get uh, a, a, one of those uh, belts that the raid teams get. Don't you get suspenders? This isn't anything to brag about. You get like the, yeah. the, carry, the carry suspenders that you need. I'm done. Classic. <laughs> uh, no, but I, I, all seriousness, I'm fine with this. I don't think it really bothers anybody. I, I think it will be important that they not let this uh like they said they 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 say don't worry they'll they'll get out of this playlist once they get a few wins that needs to happen but uh we'll see we'll see how it affects we'll see how yeah. i don't really care about this to be clear mm-hmm. uh okay, one more thing they're adding this weekend is quitter penalties which is good can't tell how many people yes. got cu- couple rounds in you'd see somebody drop out they're like it's a three stack i already lost two let me get out of here then Ooh. you completely screw your entire rest of them there's yeah, no incentive yeah, yeah. not to they're just going to go find I another match awful. yeah i i hated playing against uh three v twos it, it yeah, sucked me too. yeah it sucked yeah. bro it I, now no matter what you it didn't happen to me but i faced teams that we stomped them first three rounds yeah and, and then they they, one of their guys would up us his they left and i'm like that's messed up don't do those two dudes like I that mean, on, yeah. on the flip side, there lots of emote parties and trials. Ooh. Ooh. Lots of high fives with the enemy teams. Lots of uh, yeah. the aeroplane got, emote. But like, bro, I got a lot of GGs post-match. Yeah. People yeah. were happy to play. But yeah, we got to fix. They got a serious penalty Shouldn't for happen. guys that do it. Not in no yeah. trials. You can't do that, bro. Going back to the question, what would make it competitive? There we go. That's, That's another one. Yeah. That's another one. Yeah. yeah. So next week, uh, so this Friday is this week that we're talking about. The following week, which will be 23rd, 24th, I guess, math-wise. In addition to our first Trials Labs, spoiler alert, it is a Capture Zone Trials. will be actually a different mechanic to Trials. We will be disabling the special ammo replenishment on Revive. I didn't know it did that or I wasn't paying attention, but I didn't know on Revive you get your special ammo back. Is that... Yeah. I'm just apparently that unaware. Yeah, you get your special ammo back. Mm-hmm. Well, Not I'd, that you want to well, throw. I always carry that shotgun primed. So yeah, you, you, you do. Boom. <laughs> you don't want to. You don't want to throw. Obviously, just so you get a bit more special ammo. That's silly. You put your team uh, a man down. But like, yeah, yeah, that's that. That was the thinking. I'm surprised it wasn't. It, it is yeah. a thing. Yeah, it's like right that now. seems like something. Yeah. Um, so we'll be disabling. Uh, special ammo replenishment on revive. You still get special ammo if you kill someone or when you start the next round. That seems practical. I didn't know the other one was there. They said they're also disabling the matchmaking counter on the trials of Osiris lobby. You won't be able to tell how many players have joined, but we'll be told when they join. Uh, we also fixed an issue preventing you from being able to masterwork, uh, masterwork weapons from St. 14's, the rank rewards. Apparently you couldn't masterwork the couple that they showed hmm. if you went Ooh. through the ranks. Um, I saw a cool guy tweet about this probably first. He may have not been the first, but it's the first one that came into my thread. Yeah. About cool like guy. if they saw, saw five to six, six. Yep. then they were good because they're like, okay, we got two waiting on one more as opposed to just switching in. Mm-hmm. So between the leaving penalties and then also the fact that you can't see the counter, people can't hunt down the solos or the twos yep. or the singles as a three stack, which it's already random enough for us solos. You three shouldn't get another advantage to be like, Oh look, here's a good one. Like that. Mm-hmm. that or was it random? I I'm, I'm not convinced it was as random as you think. He, I think the reason you got matched up against so many people is because, uh, the three stacks were hunting for solo cures and, and duo cures. 
Yeah, so that'll be coming. So that'll be cool next week. It up. Yeah. So it's like, and again, as you said, Cog, like these are fast. This yeah. week we've got this many changes coming in to check on matchmaking, see what the flawless does. That'll be a work in progress, probably. Next week, now I've got matchmaking, the penalties coming. You've got the lobby that you can't see, the special ammo. They're mm-hmm. actively watching trials on a weekly basis to really try and give this some nourishment, which right. is you guys have said it's been what, two years since we've had a map and yeah. all this renewed focus? Like, it's been so long to see Bro, this much focus really, on it is it's weird. It's really weird to <laughs> yeah. see this much focus on it yeah. with mm-hmm. no, like, seasonal content directed toward it, no new maps, no new game modes. It's like, wow, they're really all in for, mm-hmm. you know, how much they're not giving us anything. They're right. they're sure giving us a lot of attention. Absolutely. Uh, so, yeah, it's and exciting, though. I'm, I agree. Completely agree with you, Travis, because, like, at the end of the day, and this is where I'm, I'll die on my soul with Travis on this one, is that you know, I know about those House of Wolves days and I remember, you know, it was dark out here. There was no raid that season. And that's when Trials of Osiris debuted. And I don't care what anyone say, like Trials had Destiny on its back. PVP had it on its back. And to see that renewed focus towards it goes to show you that if you put the time and resources and dedication, you can keep this game alive with a pillar that you've already proven you've done it before in D1. Right. So now to see them with this level of agility and transparency, this is what I want to continue to see, because when trials is good, when PVP is good, look what this game does. Look what look at the engagement you get. It, it should be a stark reminder to them. Yeah, we, we need this is a core pillar of the experience, not an yeah. additive experience. This is core and keep on, man. And I love it. This is great to see. Keep on with it, man. We got to just always, get trapped. Al- yeah, yeah. yeah, I've always thought that they should like. Mm. It, since they have these long seasons and they only use like six weeks of it for the PVE content, I've always thought, why don't they do the second half of the season where nothing's happening? Why don't they make that the PVP focused stuff and do Iron Banner and Trials and the new map releases and all that stuff then in those gaps where we have nothing and people are looking for ways to extend their Destiny playtime anyway. And it's kind of weird the timing of this too, because the PVE story still isn't done. It's actually kind of at its climax and they're doing all of this so yeah. i'm interested to see if they continue to do this like long into the season because we got a long season ahead of us and this is not the time i expected them to be focusing on PvP same as much I as agree. they are but it's it's a uh, refreshing for sure agreed i imagine they're gonna have some things in the 30th anniversary that they haven't really released yet but when you consider that they made some promises some pretty overt promises through that massive twitter thread and then um also in in some of the showcase notes as well that they want to, they they really want to make the the goal is to be consistent, right? And in order to to be consistent, you have to have these structures and the processes in place in your organization to 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 build upon. Because consistency is just a series of really really well functioning parts and and all producing a a, a tangible outcome reliably and. When you consider what we've just come from, months and months and months and months, years of silence, snippets, a line or two in, in, a, mm-hmm. in a twab. Talk uh, about it. A, a, one, a one-off podcast, which was great, by the way, mm-hmm. uh, with firing range. Oh, fire. And then like the, the, the odd like featurette in a, in a balancing pass and then some comments on Reddit. Like these aren't, this isn't feedback. This isn't, this isn't content. This isn't communication. This, these are literally crumbs, mm-hmm. you know? So- what they're doing here, it, it we are talking about the stark contrast. We are talking about like, yeah, they're listening. They're going all in. But for me, I think this is just like the necessary groundwork that they need to do 
if they want to set out the goals that they could very publicly declare saying, hey, we want to be consistent. Well, you got to be consistent communicators. You have to learn how to do that. You have to be okay with changing things on the fly and being okay with getting the the ridiculously harsh feedback that PvP players are not afraid to give. Because I, I don't think there is a single more um, virulently uh, passionate section of the fan base aside from PvP. And, and part of it is oh, neglect, chill. part of it is passion. <laughs> I, I don't know, call it what you want. But you have to be okay with, with listening to that side of the community and then acting upon what they suggest. Which it, you don't have to listen to them completely, but you know, assess what they say and then weigh that against your design priorities and, and go for that, go from there. So what they're doing right now to me is it's really, really good. But it's also if they didn't do this, I'd be really, really concerned about their, oh, their yeah. promises. Yeah. yeah. Me, me and Travis said it week after week. We're like, yo, do they even care about it? Is it is have the resources yeah. going to the new IP matter? You know, yeah. has is PvP something they even want to continue? I mean, mm. we've had deep discussions because like you you said beautifully that no man, like it was it was bursting breadcrumbs. There was seasons upon season at some point, right? That there were nothing. There was literally no mention of PvP, and, and that was very concerning. So to me, to see this level shows that there is a recommitment. We know that they're still um hiring. They're still doing things. You know, obviously, we know this. The work's not done. We got. We need maps. We need you know the raw system. We're we're not there. But what I like is let's build and fix the foundation of the house. That's how I look at this. This is house foundation stuff, right? Once we get the house right, then we can expand and get the greater goods. And now I have confidence that they care about me, that they care about us. Daddy's talking to us again. I was, I was feeling the way we were. E was getting all the love. E, every every twab is all about E and his wants and his armor oh and all this. And Paul, Quarkog and Trav sitting here suffering like neglected children. And finally, daddy's home to play with us again. Daddy came home with the Gucci. Second time he I've came home with the Gucci. I was going to say, somebody's going to read into yeah. this podcast and be like, uh, Cog, how's how how childhood? You okay? <laughs> how's your childhood life? Is he okay? This is probably the second time Cog and I are experiencing childhood yes. or fatherhood neglect. Fatherhood neglect, man. Your dad will be back any day now. That's what he told us last time. Anyway. <laughs> That's that's what he told us last time. He said he's going to be back. Uh, and he's um, with a yeah, renewed but, focus, right? Yes, renewed yeah. focus. And, and Nomad, I'll have you know, I'll have you know, Cog and E know me as a PvP main who has very uh, soft takes. I don't mm. take really hardline positions. <laughs> I'm not, uh, <laughs> I'm not yeah. Uh, passionate. Yeah, sure. Yeah. Yeah. You're level headed. You're just an everyman. Yeah, completely you just yeah, yeah, one hour a month. You know, so like, who chill. cares? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, that, that is a perfect time to take us into our long running segment. I'm going to pass it over to Travis. Sir, the floor is yours. All right. Ascendant Nomad, welcome. Uh, I am glad I get to talk to you because I, I saw your episode with uh, Ebontis and Cog before I was a regular on the show, and, and I, I thought you had some pretty great insights. We have a long-running segment on the show. And okay. long-running meaning that this is like the third time we've done it, and I love <laughs> to do it every chance I get. Um, and it's called... It's a segment called Let's Help Ebontis. And the purpose of the segment <laughs> is we bring PvP mains onto the show, 
And I yeah. have them give us their top tip for a player who has a 0.43 KDA oh ratio and crucible and uh, oh. really, really would like to improve. What are your top tips? So on the show, I think previously I have mentioned or somebody else has mentioned the two second rule, which I think is yeah, really crucial. I know you did a video recently where you did the two sixth rule. It was a something or 40, 60 rule. Is that what was not it? me. Uh, that, or somebody else did that. Um, so basically whatever your whatever your top tip is for somebody who's trying to finally cross that threshold to being serious and starting to climb the the mountain that is crucible. So that that's the segment. And uh, if, if you want to take a moment to think of it, we can uh, we can really just like flame Ebontis in the chat while you while you while you compose uh, your thoughts. Sure. Um, I do want to shout out the the creator for the 42nd rule. Uh, yes. His name is Shadow Destiny. And I think oh, you guys true. should have him on. He's, he's, yeah, he's really well spoken. Um, his his rule for those of you who don't know it's basically a positioning rule um and basically 40 percent of your screen whether you're peeking from the left or the right of your screen uh outside of cover 40 percent should be of your screen should be occupied by a piece of cover now there's Ooh. there's a lot more to it there's a lot more intricacies to it and you obviously rules are there to be broken for certain situations but that's the crux of it and you should go check out that video because it is very 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 good but to help Ibontis, I think we need to go to something much more rudimentary, I think. Um, you know, do you eat your veggies? Um, <laughs> yes. Do yes. you get eight hours of sleep a day? Um, we know he flosses. He flosses? Okay. He flosses. But, but what about your teeth? <laughs> Pretty good. Yeah? yeah. Okay. Do you call your mom? <laughs> I can't. Yep. That was good. Yeah. That was good. Okay. Um, let's, let's think. Let's think. We've gone. <laughs> yes. You know, in the in your intro, I gave you different classes for like, you know, scrub mentality one hundred and one, Iron Banner two twelve. I'm sure. pretty sure I'm in kindergarten right now, so this is going over real well. Thanks. Okay. Okay. Um, <laughs> kindergarten, really. So ah, you know, the you're you're aware that. Uh oh. Where's <laughs> this going? This is forward. You know, you put you go up here. You you move around with the right stick here. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Lots so. of keyboards there. <laughs> Hold on, do I have to Where's show? Where's my spare keyboard? This is okay, great. Here. So here's All right, W. So there's yes. W. There's yep, W, yep. yep. Okay. Yep. A. Okay. A is to go left. I okay. can't. What's this one do? What's the big bar on the bottom? What I gotta know. Uh, that's called Shatter Dive. It's really, really useful. <laughs> It's it's really it's it's, it's but we're not gonna get there we're not gonna get there right now okay, Ibon okay. because yep. that's a skill move okay oh okay and we need to yeah. get you we need to get you up and going with the basics okay so so you're doing great you're doing great you're doing really really well I'm I'm gonna make sure you get a sticker at the end of this but you know we need to we need to go in increments I want my ribbon um, is it blue no 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 oh, no 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 you get your ribbon once you graduate. Mm. Okay. I like that. I like that. It's important. All right. It's important. <laughs> okay. No, seriously. You know what's my <laughs> my biggest tip for people who are uh aside from two second rule, 46 year old that is to find weapons you're comfortable with, meta be damned, and stick with them. Because when you are trying to get good, like think about all the things you need to get good at. You need to get good at your positioning, obviously. You need to get good at reading the map, like understanding how the map plays. 
You need to get good at reading your radar. You need to get good at using your abilities in the right place at the right time. You, have, you need to get good at timing your supers. You have to get good at, at taking advantage of, of opponents doing whatever it is they do. You know, and you have to be aware of of just your general presence and whether or not you're in danger, whether you're not you're far, far from your team. There's a whole lot of shit to think about. Pardon my French. You're good. You're good. And you can't do any of that if you're using weapons you're not comfortable with. Breach. Like Preach. if you if the if the, like the first, it's like trying to run a marathon in shoes you haven't even worn before. Yes, yeah. good point. Good. You, you gotta can't do it. You have to break them in. You have to you have to break in your play style. You have to break in your own sense of self in the Crucible by using weapons that that you're comfortable with. And the best way to do that, obviously, is in PVE. That's the best way to get comfortable with the weapons that that you have. So until you can do that, and until you can crucially not only just feel comfortable with your weapons, but actually be able to hit body shots reliably, let, forget crits for a second, but just being able to to body shot people without thinking. That's the that's the step one, and then Whoa. we can start thinking about all the all the other ways which you need to improve. Yeah, you have a super chat. I know, gaming forte over here. Time, stop picking on Ibantis. <laughs> <laughs> but yo, he's so right. No man, you're so right because it's funny. I'm not. I know what the meta is. I know a lot of people right now. Vex is the rage, and I get it. Vex is out here, yeah. and it, it was doing work. But like, I am so comfortable with my messenger. But surprised when I get crap on uh, from a lot of teammates they be like why are you using lord of wolves i'm just comfortable like it, it, it it's yeah. it, it's not meta i mean it's good but i would say it's not meta and it's something about it. i've clutched up so many times when there were situations where people were closing i i'm terrible when people close distance on me fast like where like these hunters they're all over the place i'm, I'm up in the air i'm like where and, and then they 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 hone down on me and it's a wrap and there's something about Lord, I could just backpedal or be aggressive and I have a good range with it. And I've gotten so many kills with it. And it's like, I yeah. can't peel it off because it's like, it's, it's, you made a good point. It's like when you were comfortable with something and then you have success, it, reinfor it reinforces it mentally. Positive reinforcement, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, and now I can't take it off because it's my safety net. That's my baby. This sure. is this has helped me through tough times. You know, that yeah. kind of thing. And it may not be the number one meta in the spot, but I, I do good with it. I like Shout it. Shout out to Look. Angry for calling me out hardcore. I miss my go figure, but that was like yes. that was one of my babies in yep. Crucible for a while because it ranged the feel and like my role as well. I just I felt like I could hit shots that I shouldn't be able to. And there mm -hmm. were moments where I was like, I I was doing things in my, in my head. I'm like, it feels good. I feel like I shouldn't even be doing this with this weapon, but it felt good. And that was one of mine that got stripped from me, sadly. But oh, pulses sun are setting. Still... You didn't like sunsetting then? <laughs> <laughs> that was, if we're going to go down this argument, but yes. But I mean, that's kind of the thing. It is 100% true. Like, don't be like, oh, you need to use messenger with desperado. You're like, mm. if that weapon fires too slow, you feel like you don't have enough leeway. It. It's like, yeah, find what it. works for you. Honestly, like I saw a cool guy talk about scathelock. The fact that that thing is actually back, I know it's an auto rifle and half of this podcast mm -hmm. probably hates auto rifles, but mm -hmm. I know Cog does. <laughs> no, uh, I don't hate auto rifles. Just no, don't feel they should be the, I, don't, I just don't feel they should be the top better, but I, like I don't Vex, hate them. You can't hate auto rifles. Hey. I'm not a Vex guy. <laughs> I, I purposely go against, I don't really? use Vex and people. Yeah, oh my to God, me, dude, it, I was it, crushing Crush it, bro. It's, if yeah. I'm, I'm weird like that where, I don't know if Nomad can relate to this, like I'm 
anti-metal when everybody's using it. I'm like, I don't want to use it. Like, it feels like the cheat button. And I know I should. I probably would do better. I actually, I know why I don't use it. The reason why I don't use it is because I can't use Lord of Wolves if I, <laughs> if I use it. That's and I fair. love Lord of Wolves. And yeah. I don't have a kinetic equivalent that I'm comfortable. And f- for me, I don't have a good, you know, uh, shotgun or uh, what you call it, uh, SMGs, which I like, that are in the kinetic spot. Maybe you guys can help me, but they help COG with a good kinetic equivalent to use with Vex because... I prefer, to be honest, nah, I can't. I prefer Messenger because it's something Heritage, about it. Blasphemer, Racewalker, Astral okay. Horizon, Fractithist. I don't um, have an Astral Horizon. What Fractithist role are you going with, though? I do have a bunch of Fractithists. So the common knowledge or common sentiment would su- suggest something with slide shot and opening shot. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think you have to spec into range that hard. It definitely improves mm-hmm. the consistency of it. But since precisions are range capped at six to six and a yeah. half meters, it doesn't really matter. I would like slide shots very handy, opening shots very handy, quick draw is really handy. I really would say handy. I would say go quick with something draw quick draw just because yeah, just because I mean Vex can kind of handle short range, but yes, um, you know, you, for those moments where you're not quite sure, whip but it out quickly and and you're off to the races. The thing with um, me is to not to cut you is just that it's something I know. You ever have web E could probably relate to this. You have weapons that are meta, but they're like. When you use them, you're trash. Oh, that's how absolutely. I feel. Yeah, that's how I feel with precision shotguns. Everybody else maps me across the map with practices and chaperone. That's, that's when, not a slug. Chaperone is, but practice yeah, is chap- not. Yeah, but when, when I use it, it's like, <laughs> oh, you, how you gonna hit me with the get good? How you gonna? <laughs> I saw that. You got to bring that up on stream so they can see. He hit me with the get good. I'm terrible, <laughs> man. I'm terrible. I'm sorry, bro. I just can't Jeez. get those one hit kills like everybody else. I, the only time I was able to do that was with um, what was the reign of the um, what was the shotgun that they nerfed that was the bar of everybody's existence? Legendary uh, Solar. Fell Winter. Uh, Winter. If y'all had a Fell Winter's equivalent. It's something about that 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 style shotgun. I can't I can't use it in uh, kinetic the, with it. The trial shotgun's actually pretty close. I, I don't have it anymore. Astral, yeah, yeah, Astral. I don't have Astral, Astral anymore. I got, yeah, I got Sunset. Um, okay, but, that actually wasn't honestly, in though, Cog, the list. I, I I say just stick with Felwinters because like if it's working for you, it's working for you. And I'm like the opposite. I hate it when people nitpick over other people's loadouts. It's like yeah, you know, I never look at other people's like armor mods. I never look at other people's loadouts. I just want to know if it's working for you roll with it if it isn't working for you you got to change something uh because mm-hmm. it's you know it's not working but uh mm-hmm. yeah if if fell into or sorry if uh if lord of wolves is working for you yeah i just, and just bro the loadout yeah. is too dominant for me because what happens is if i proc again stopping my apes with with uh with, with, with lord of wolves but if i proc that's where i put a clip up i don't know if y'all saw it e i clutched yeah, I saw that one. I, bro i was the whole team's down it's 3v1 I got Desperado to proc, and I had my little arc buddies with me with my getaway artists. They were snitching, telling me where they was at. <laughs> it was a good boy. It was a good day, man. And I felt dominant. When I feel Desperado, I get cocky. I look for them. I mean, <laughs> where you at? <laughs> That's how I get with Desperado. So it's that combination just sits so perfect for me right now. So it is what it is. But I no, love, I don't I love the- hate on them. I love yeah, that you call callouts snitching. That is yeah. my favorite. I'm for sure. I'm for sure going to be using that terminology now when I run trials and be like, "Hey, uh, let's, let's remember to remember to do your your snitching. Remember to do everybody snitches, snitches everybody." Of, yeah, you're going to be getting stitches in here. What up? I love <laughs> it, bro. Bonus points. Bonus points of all three of you run Rat King. 
Ooh. Oh, even better. Yeah. Because you're a rat. Get it? Yeah. Very bold. It's a rat. Cog won't be able to run it because of it. But yeah, it's, it's, <laughs> it's an exotic. Yeah. 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 He lives good, with that fell winters. But you know, you know, on the on that point about being you being trash with meta, um, that's a byproduct of not exploring uh, your own comfortability, your your own comfort with different playstyles with different archetypes of weapon. I had this issue all the time. Like I would, I think in Destiny One, I was a hand cannon main for sure, and I, I was hand cannon snipe main, and I didn't dare pick up like a clever dragon, even though I knew it would I didn't try a nine hundred RPM auto rifle from Trials until it became like the most unavoidable option to use. And every single time I would suck with it for like a week to two weeks, and then I would be okay with it. But just okay, I wouldn't be actually very, very good with it. And the people who who can pick up anything and just run with it, they've got enough of a repository of data of other similar weapons that have worked this way that uh, they can draw upon. And then they, they take that knowledge and they adapt it and apply it and obviously spend a shit ton of time in the Crucible uh adapting to the weapon just adapt lmao um (laughs) but yeah like i honestly i wouldn't feel too bad about it because in the grand scheme of things if you're struggling with using the meta options it's not the worst thing in the world because right now the sandboxes yeah i'm sorry travis it's kind of balanced it's actually kind of really well balanced right now i've heard that from multiple people like that it's probably in one of the better states in the grand scheme of destiny for like times it's in a decent place i've heard so the fastest primary uh right now is the peace bond sidearm 0.5 i'm gonna give you a shot i have which is which is balanced because it's you know like you have to be here to kill someone um in terms of the like the mid-range primaries, uh, 340 RPM pulse rifles are 0.67 time to kill. They're mm. the fastest. And then the slowest one is a 120 RPM hand cannon at 1.0 time to kill. But then you don't do straight fights with 120s. You use cover and you peek out of cover and all that. Mm-hmm. Um, the worst archetypes are, like on paper, the worst archetypes are probably scout rifles. But, you know, yeah. who cares? That's normal. <laughs> the scout rifles. But everything and, and else, there's where you lose me on the it's kind of balanced. It's like an entire archetype. Yeah, but, but no, like, part of that is it, map design too, because there's nothing yeah, for that's, scouts. That's, to yeah, that's, live. True. that's map that's design, true. and also think of how crap Crucible would be if it was all scout rifles. Oh, for that's sure. What, and yeah. we've had want. that before, and it's not yeah. good. It's yeah. not yeah. good. Remember, remember we the had trials of the nine. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, exactly. The the era of Mida multi. The era of Mida multi tool. Yeah. So everything else is within 0.7 to 0.93. TTK and that really Vex is the Smith difference. Vex Smith class is a point seven seven, really, Ooh, which is the same, which me. is the same time to kill massive. as a seven twenty RPM ultra rifle, which is like Chroma Rush. Really? Well, there's also like you know what I'm seeing a lot like in, mm. in trials, especially in end matches, was like uh, you know the linear the linear fusion rifles, oh, like the, uh, the new exotic oh. one. Lorenz, uh, oh, Lorenz, like, yeah, yeah, doesn't feel balanced to me and. Yeah, and the, yeah, the the new uh, the new Void uh, f- fusion rifle as well. Like, I I think some of those are a l- little strange. Like the yeah, no, for I guess sure they're, they're not any any crazier than sniper rifles, but their TTK is instant, right? They get the shot off. It's like they got a very yeah, high aim second. assist, yeah, versus like yeah, a sniper. Yeah. But there's the charge time, the placing, and stuff. Like, yeah, I got definitely picked off a few times, but after a little while, I was like, I just can't like don't stand still, dumbass. Like that stuff I'm t- telling myself. The, and then if I get yeah. hit with that, I'm like, I think that's a little on me. 
So, mm-hmm. so for me, the the biggest indicator of what is an outlier is usually trials report if there's good data, and obviously yeah. because of this weekend we had amazing data. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Vex Mythoclast is like nearly double the next one on the list, which is the Messenger, and which, which is crazy considering a lot baby. of people do not have it. That's the other right. thing. Yeah. Right, right. Like, That's yeah. the huge mm-hmm. thing. See, to me, the Vex gets scary after the first kill. Mm-hmm. Because yeah. the damage profile completely changes. Ash, baby, messenger. What what it really the reason why Vex is, is meta is because people don't know how to position themselves for shit. Mm-hmm. That's my be, take I'm, on it. It's like I'll be terrible. You have Vex to be like if you die to an auto rifle, you're out in the open, or maybe you peaked at the wrong time. But for Vex to have this much dominance, I imagine this is mostly console driven because on PC it's it's good, but mm-hmm. I don't see it as much as like 140s. Quite really. Honestly. Yeah. I'm on console and it's just everywhere, dude. Like yeah. it's just everywhere. Yeah, I was like PC. Right, I, had I am getting a lot some. of cheap kills. People walking out into the open. So. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Don't and then good. after that, after that, I think the the time to kill goes down to like a point seven or a point six seven or something like that. And that's just very hard to 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 deal with, no matter how good you're. And then I activate is. my alternate fire mode and I just blast people. There you so go. Nice. Yeah. Now, no, no, man. What's the top three primaries right now? So oh, Vex, yeah. Messenger, Ace. Yes. Yeah. So Vex, Messenger, oh, yeah, Messenger Ace still. is good too. Damn. Yeah, Ace is good. Ace is still good. Okay. Okay. I just want to get an idea. Okay, cool. Followed by the darkest before. Yep. We're not calling yes, we're not counting Pal, which is lie. I've been seeing um that. Thorn, then Palindrome, and then the rest are all shotguns. Surprise, mm-hmm. surprise. <laughs> yeah. Can, can we I'm talk about the dirty secret in the room, y'all? PvP mains. Sorry. <laughs> um did I'll just, are y'all I'll going say myself against, out? Yeah, you see it, Oh, y'all seeing? I don't know if it's um basically a stasis build where guys are putting up the walls pre-match, and then they shatter them, get the the uh the, the stasis fragment that gives them the overshield, and then you have to face them with the overshield. Like that's pretty messy, I've man. Not seen that. That's crazy. Bro. That is whisper of rhyme, and I'm sorry oh. to say that I helped contribute to the problem because no. I made a video on it. No, man, no. <laughs> if you have a full overshield with Whisper of Rhyme, which you can get very easily if you're on Hunter, you Ugh. can tank a headshot from a aggressive sniper rifle, like a Frozen Orbit. Bro, I was facing teams nice. of those. It is intimidating when they come out from behind that wall, that stays the wall. Now, it only got- lasts 10 seconds, so by the time <sighs> they get to you, they'll have the overshield, but they only have a couple of seconds of it. So you just kind of, you see it and you're like, ah. Just bounce out. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, bro, it was t- I, I was like, what are they doing? They were literally <laughs> putting up walls and then sh- I'm like, what is happening? And why do they have overshields? That that built. Yeah, it was crazy. I've not seen that. That's that's nuts though. Mm-hmm. Entire teams I was seeing doing it. Was there you nuts. go. Travis, use that for your Tuesday morning runs. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I will, yeah. After the five loss Friday. Yeah. Uh, go. gotta make sure you're not on that list. That's 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 what we call it. We call it uh, uh, the five loss Friday and the uh, Tuesday morning triumphs. There you go. <laughs> Salute. Well, thank you guys for all the lessons. I've got this recorded so I can go back and learn. Got my note, my yellow legal pad, taking notes. I'm good to go for yeah, remember, the... Remember, remember, shatter die. <laughs> Skill option. Gotcha. Well, and the we'll, stickers we'll, in the I'll mail. Give you, I'll give you a tutorial next time I'm on the show. Okay? Sweet. <laughs> See you next yes. week. <laughs> I love it. And this has been Let's Help Ebontis. Yes. <laughs> a long running segment. Long running segment. Yeah. <laughs>
That's the best part is because he was all into like, oh, let's make this a segment. Second time. Our long running, long running segment. I'm like, dude, it's been one time. One time. <laughs> it's like, stop trying to make fetch love, happen. Come on. I love it. Okay, it's, 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 it's called bootstrapping, okay? It's uh, <laughs> trying to make it seem like it's legit. And then it's it's good because I was I was really curious about what this long running segment was. <laughs> it turns out it was just a meme. Was it See, worth that? Uh, was it worth I the wait? the ties. <laughs> Yeah, I, I I wear the ties. People think that I'm serious, and then they hear me talk, and they're like, "Who is this guy?" I, I thought he was a reliable source of information. Yeah, it's great. It's You're great. on the internet. That's all the reliability you need these days. That's it, man. That's, That's it. it. I have a Twitter account. Hey. Have a type. There you go. That's pretty much all Done. you need. Well, the last thing I wanted to cover, uh, just because we got about 15 minutes before this man goes to have dinner with his wife. Um, wife. Girlfriend. Girlfriend. Get, Jesus, Sorry. she's been har- hounding Come me on, on that. Bro. Sorry. Sorry. Like, Sorry. She, won't listen, she won't listen yeah. to this podcast. Did she call you up before this? She messaged. Yeah. Yeah. She, she, she like, sent the. She, um, we're in, I slid into her DMs. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. No, the, 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 She'll never listen to this. You're now, safe. Yeah. But, you're good. Yeah, no, she will 100% listen to this after, she especially after I tell her that, yeah. Nice. Anyways. Um, no, no, I was going to say, um, before we let you go, uh, just the season has been awesome for story, lore, everything going on with the Shattered Realm. So I wanted to touch on this week with the Shattered Realm. Now we got really the opening of the Metroidvania. We got to go in, the everything going on with Savathun, and just the story beats this week. So whoever wants to jump in first, um, it's been a very exciting season so far and we're four weeks in, so I'm curious where it goes, but who wants to like, what was your best take this week from all the story or Travis's eyebrows Travis have to stop ready. moving. Yeah. yeah. So Travis is Travis ready. Okay. Ready. Yeah. Eyebrows need to, um, need to stop. I, uh, yeah, I, I think I'm, I think I'm now willing to officially state the thing I said two weeks ago that I thought this might be the best season, uh, mm. the best off season, non main expansion season. I think, I think it is. I really do. I Ooh. think the way that they've, the way they've done the time gates, and the Metroidvania style, and now and this week we're getting to go back and solve all the mysteries and seeing what those mysteries were this week with the secret boss fights and that sort of stuff. I'm just like, yeah, like I can see myself playing through all six weeks and not being bored. Does the six person activity matter to me? No, like I hate doing it, but I've hated that for every season. So mm. like I, you know, I none of those those six person matchmaking activities have really stuck out to me. So um, I just think like the story beats. Those one-on-one conversations with Savathun, the cutscenes. We got another one this oh, week that was really awesome. All that so stuff. I'm just like, dude, this is the best season, like easily for me. So, and now with all the PvP stuff that's going on, like, yeah. how can you not be stoked about Destiny right now? This is like the best thing they could do leading up to the Witch Queen because I'm already feeling the hype, even though it's still like six months out. So, yeah, I'm I'm willing to say this is the best. Uh, my personal season so far what of, I, uh, of Destiny. What I loved, about, what I love about the narrative this season, without spoiling anything, or or in case somebody hasn't done it, like me, I haven't done all of it, and I don't want to spoil it for myself. Um, you know, j- just the fact that every single character this season, whether they're in front of you or if they're on the periphery, everyone has motivations, and everyone has a very like everyone. It feels like everybody's got stakes that are increasingly ramping up. And they all matter, and everybody's like, like they're, they're like I'm worried that we're gonna have several people die at the end of the season. I I don't think everybody's gonna come out of this season. Mara, uh, Mara, Mara. 
That's my thing. I, I think she's she's gone after I this said one. that. I said that a couple weeks ago, and everybody flamed me and was like, uh, "There's no way they would kill her off." I'm like, I think she. I might. mean, I there, she might there's die. there's a lot of uh, circumstantial evidence. I don't know if you guys have been watching Mylan stuff, but he thinks Osiris is gonna die. Oh yeah, um, but I think that's a little sure. too if he's obvious. Not already, for sure. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. For sure. Yeah. Yeah. If he's not already dead, but whatever. We'll see. We'll see. But basically, yeah. It, it it's just sort of like this week the screws are being turned a little bit and you're starting to see oh this is where it could be going oh we don't know how it's going but you can see where this you can see that this is going to lead to a huge moment and that huge moment is going to kick off the witch queen so i really love just the little things they're doing week by week just to to ratchet up the tension yeah i mean it's hard to debate travel on this because you know, I'm a person that I, I come in with you know, reasonable expectation each season. And prior to this, I would say what well, season of the dawn was a favorite of mine. I think season of arrival started strong and then it kind of faded out. But um this has been amazing. You know, it, it really has been. It, you know, the astral alignment activity is different. Not everyone's couple of tea, but it, it's okay for me. But I, I look forward to and I, I had to shout out the narrative team today. I hit up Tom and um shout out to Rachel Levine from Lore. I don't know about y'all, but I it gives makes me uncomfortable. It makes it gives me a chilling feel when it says you finish the stats for the week and it's like your friend Savathun wants to see the guardian. You, I don't know her why guardian. I get yeah her, gar it it makes, her guardian. Her guardian, yeah. It makes me uncomfortable, bro. I even <laughs> walking into that room and I know she's encased in the like I I, I keep my character a couple steps back when I. <laughs> <laughs> like she makes me uncomfortable, but it's she's just very chilling with her description of the truth. You know, I, I think it's very well done. I'm not going to spoil. Deborah Wilson is no doing matter. an awesome job. Yeah. Oh my gosh, she's amazing. And it's like and the other um, thing is, you know how mm -hmm. you know Cog. Sorry, I'll, I'll let you finish. No, no, please. You please. know how uh, everybody was saying. Oh, you know what? The fact that we know what happens the next season completely ruins it. I think the opposite is true. Yeah, I think the I fact agree. that we know she wins like, makes yes! everything that's happening right now feel like, oh, we're about Bro, to do something real bad. So I kind of like that we know. Yes. It, it raises the stakes. It's In like this get, get it, no way. It's I'll like say. it's like Avengers Endgame. There's no yes! way. Yeah. There's no way they don't win at the end. Right. Right. But the journey yeah. on the way there is special. It's yeah. special. And, and I know, like I said, I know this has been a little thing back and forth with me and E in terms of marketing and stuff like that. But I got to agree with Trav. I got to agree with Nova. That the fact that we know somehow she's getting out of this and somehow she's going to manipulate everybody to get her end game, her end goal is chilling because she seems like there's no way. But the thing for me, again, not to spoil, because I know a lot of people haven't done it. The Crow dynamic for me this week yes. is really interesting. Yes. yes. That's and the biggest domino. Yeah, like it, just from a manipulation standpoint, from a lore standpoint, even you know when you go through this quest, I'm caught up on the quest now. What was it? The uh, the Agnetic, um, yes, the, listening to him as Aldrin and, and and getting stuff from there. Spoilers. This is sorry, <laughs> sorry, but, but I, I hopefully I didn't say too much. But at the end of the day, Dumbledore. <laughs> Apologies, my brother. I apologize. Wow, that was <laughs> a rough one, by the way. If anybody hadn't got that, anyways, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Get get the exotic weapon. Get the exotic weapon. Very, very well done. And we're just, you know, we're gonna see what happens here. We're gonna see exactly what happens. This, this is setting up to be amazing. And I think for me, the ultimate reason why 
is I said it before, the Dreaming City is one of the greatest set pieces they've ever done. It's something Correct. about that, the lore, the aesthetic. It, it's just the everything about it I love. And I like that it's taken place here. We're getting to use, because they really didn't use it enough after Forsaken. And we're getting in. I just love it. So this is this is great. And like uh, Travis said, with the whole Metroidvania, with the Shattered Realm, well done each time. And they finally, you know, released the whole let us store more of the parallax trajectory thing so that we can unlock more of this stuff. The weapons have been good. It's been great. It's been great. PvP is in a good place. So far, so good. I just want to see how they put a bow on it and, and where they go with it to lead up to Witch Queen. But I am thoroughly enjoying it every week. E? Yeah. No, I mean, you guys said most everything I've been thinking of. I don't want to obviously spoil what happened this week. Um, Nomad, there is a cool cinematic, so definitely make sure you watch it. Um, that's all I'm going to say. Uh, it goes along with doing a quest. No, the, the, I the reason I, the, I'm the reason yet. I didn't do it yet. The reason I haven't uh, done it yet is because I was making you some videos on how to get it better. <laughs> there you go. He's takes a long time. Well, I didn't, I didn't play Destiny on Tuesday or Wednesday just because I was working on videos. And, uh, just for me, I appreciate yeah. that. Yeah. Well, yeah, in, just fairness, for you. in fairness, I made the videos so you can get through them faster. So you'll be done in no time. And no matter, in fairness, I haven't seen the cinema either. I'm still at the final step of acquiring said uh, thing, yep. so I haven't spoiled anything because I really haven't seen what they talk about. So I don't know what yeah, it is yet. I'm gonna get them. But mm -hmm. yeah, I mean, seeing what they have done with the Shattered Realm and the Metroidvania of the unlocks and things like that, and there's still one more thing that we're gonna get that's gonna get a little bit more. Um, the way we explored the zone this time around, the way we could like really use the different abilities. And then finally we'll see where this, you know, the safe passage works a little bit longer. All of that's been excellent to go through. And as you said, like whether it's repeating, it's not like going back through all oh, the corrupted version. It's like they've, they've taken these like seasonal activities. Cause like expunge and you had corrupted expunge. You're like, yeah, that's a little tweak this time. You've got like, Hey, here's the same thing. Now you can explore like twice as much. And I'm like, yeah. that's. Like people have, I mean, you can think about in Curse of Osiris, we got Mercury. Yeah, we got the Infinite Forest and all the repetitions in there. But the fact that in a season, we got three, these three different, just very well interconnected. I mean, you're sitting there almost playing Dark Souls when I popped out of one of these things. Yeah. If you, if yeah. you know what reminds me of big time is when Shattered Throne came out for the first time. Yes. We were like, what yes. the hell is this? this? Today, I spent 45 minutes in one Shattered Realm because yep. I was just yep. like trying to find all the pathways. It's amazing. It's amazing. It yeah. really is. And, and I know, E, I was thinking about you because I know how much you love, um, you know, the Shattered Realm, the dungeon and, and that whole bit. And it, it has certain little mechanics and aspects of it that is cool. And I, like I said, I watched your video because, again, I purposely waited to not do the quest, the exotic quest, until all steps seem to be released now. And um, I was doing your videos. I was like, wow, this is this is really cool. Just going through all of this and the anchors. and the, They just really did a good job of, of utilizing the space in a new creative way and making it fun. Yep. And then, as you guys have said, like the story, the lore, the beats that have been the dominoes that Savathun is setting up. You can feel like literally the tension between a couple different characters, what Mara's trying to do, what she has done in the past to Aldrin, you'll see. Uh, where Crow is at now, you've got Petra standing in the middle of some of this stuff. Osiris is sitting on the outer wings. Saint is trying to go look for Osiris. All these pieces are going on as we lead into what is supposed to be. I went back and I was looking at something like the campaign for Witch Queen is supposed to be something like we've never had. And yeah. they're running on these cylinders right now. 
if they put something together for the Witch Queen that is firing like this, I'm just gonna be blown away. They're on fire. And on I, fire. I'm just gonna I'm just gonna throw this out. You know, ever since Travis became a regular on the show, Destiny's been killing it. Coincidence? <laughs> I'm with it. I'm yeah, with it. I'm I'm good. I'm with yeah. It. Two thumbs not. up. We brought the tie guy in, bro. We, we, yeah. we in it. We love that. McClunky. <laughs> Woo! That's right. I still got to work on the... I got to get somebody to do the art for that, but yeah, we'll get yeah, you we'll there. Yeah, we're working on a new updated art. <laughs> the roadie in the night time. Jesus. There we go. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but as we hit our time, uh, do you kind of want to wrap this thing up since um, the big stuff we want to talk about is Crucible. Uh, if you guys are listening to this, maybe this will occupy your ears for a couple pl- couple hours while you are playing Trials this weekend. But it's a lot Ooh. of fun. The season's in a great spot. And honestly, it's a good, probably one of the best times to be a Destiny person because of where we are at right now and what we get to look forward to in the future. It's it's bright. There's going to be some downtime, and I am totally fine with that because my backlog is full. But for the moment, man, it is a lot of fun every week to log in, see what's going on. And then now you can actually look forward to the week and be like, hey, I can I can play some I can play some trials this weekend. And I'm like. That's a sentence I can say now. That's so weird. That's <laughs> so weird. <laughs> Real quick, really, really annoying that they're doing the new trials objective mode right during the Halo Infinite technical preview. Yeah. I'm very annoyed. Yep. I know. I know. I, know, yep. I don't I know. think I'm going to play it, dude, because I got to yeah. get my Halo in. I, I'll yeah. Be, yeah, I'm I'll with do, you. Yeah. I'll, be at, I'll be there Friday reset, but then yep. after that. And after that, yeah. One quick day, <laughs> See, yeah. Halo's yeah, it's going down. All right. Well, as we go, we always got to make sure we give our guests plenty of time to shout out all that stuff that's got going on. If you have not found, listened to, seen this man anywhere else before, I hope we have opened your eyes to go look for our guest. But, sir, the floor is yours. Where can they find you? What can they expect? How can they chat with you? Probably leave his DMs alone. But everything else, what do you got? Um, no, thank you very much for having me and, and having me back, more importantly. It's very rare to be invited to one of these things, let alone being invited twice. So thank you for giving me the time of your platform. I really appreciate that. You guys can find me on YouTube, primarily youtube.com forward slash Ascendant Nomad, or just search Ascendant Nomad, and I'll come up. Um, I'm on Twitter as well by the same name, Twitch by the same name, and I have a Discord server with the same name so um yeah i'm I'm online but i if you want to see what i'm really all about don't go to my twitter it's just full of pvp nonsense and and, and engagement farming (laughs) as is the case with most content creators these days love it um but uh yeah my my good stuff is on youtube travis are you uh under lock and key until your stuff gets out I'm good. I, I yeah. You can read my articles, reviews, and previews on IGN.com. Uh, this week I'm reviewing uh, Sable, uh, which is an indie game that's got a very interesting art style. Um, and then uh, you can also find me on uh, Bitcast on Sunday mornings at Woo! 8 a.m. Pacific, or where we talk about general gaming stuff with my buddy Ames, Ains, and uh, this old uh, old guy <laughs> from, uh, who's I, yeah. <laughs> I don't know why he's on the show, the but he's he's. He sort of just wandered into the show, and I guess they didn't see. Um, so yeah, you can find me there. Cog, how about you? What do you got going on? I'm done, man. Salute, man. First again, salute to the Nomad. It's always a pleasure to hear his perspectives, keeping the PvP community alive. 
teaching in Bontis in his spare time. It's just, he's just multifaceted. Somebody's got to do and it. I, so I'm glad to have some teachers out there. I respect all, you know, I respect all the hats he wears, you know. It's his Make-A-Wish program helping <laughs> shit. <laughs> <this picture. laughs> one, one lucky non-PVP skilled person. Yeah. Sitting in, man, time. you are great and I know I hyped you up, but I don't think that would be my Make-A-Wish. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, salute, no, man, man. Pleasure having you back. Perfect time to have him back. Obviously, PVP discussion all the great stuff and uh, Travis and the homie and E. But yeah, man, you already know what it is with me. Defining Duke, you can catch that up. We got some two episodes up. We got an ultimate up talking about the whole Disney IP stuff, so check that out. And if you don't want to you know, do the whole Patreon thing, you can wait. It's on Last Stand Media for free 99 We got a great uh, discussion with Ben Smith, the mayor, and some great topics in the Xbox community. And then, of course, every Sunday is the Lord's Day, 11 a.m. NFL-friendly time. So you can go check that out. <laughs> Exactly. Sorry. Sorry. Yeah. I, I, you know what's funny? I spoke no, to. Thank oh. God. It no no competition. We keep our slot, so you guys are. Good, Wait, good. Are you guys earlier now? Yeah. Just, we, yeah. Just okay. for football. Just for fo- I had told gotcha. uh, what you call it AIDS about this. He was like, "No, nah, it's cool because we're only gonna be there for like two months, and then once everybody's team is out of contention in January, we'll we'll move back to our one PM. You know how NFL hey, is. We squeaked, out a, hey, we squeaked out a win once. We'll see if that keeps going. But yeah, that was that was tragic. Goes. Almost lost. So catch I Love Podcast with the Lords on, like I said, on Sunday, 11 a.m. This weekend, we will have Jimmy Champagne. Jimmy Champagne will pull up. We'll talk some tech with him. It should be great. And, of course, we got that Last Word Podcast on Thursdays, which I love. My man Travis E. And we got to get some new artwork because we got to put a tie in there somewhere <laughs> <laughs> and get this popping. But, yeah, man, absolute pleasure. And salute to everybody that pulled up today. It was really cool to see everybody in the chat and, and engaging with us, whether they agree or disagree. is always fun. And E, what you got going on? Uh, for me, uh, as you guys know, Deathloop, uh, been playing that one on stream Hooks are in me heavy on that one. It is so, as I said, I've never played an arcane game, but man, I get it. Like this may be like a polished version of the other two, but something just about the little joy of playing around in the sandbox. I just cannot. I'm like even thinking right now, I'm like, do I stream again tonight just to go play around in it some more? Uh, And then Kenna Birds of Spirits that comes out on Tuesday. I've been waiting a long time since I saw that preview. Uh, And the new world is not long after. I don't know if I'm going to dabble in that one or not, but again, that's a whole. That's a whole incredible. thing. Like, I haven't played an MMO like that in yeah. so long. I don't even know if I can squeeze that in. But overall, it's been a lot of fun. But the biggest thing is uh, Nomad. The pleasure has been absolutely ours. So thank you for spending the time with us. You are always welcome back, sir. It is a pleasure to have you and a pleasure to chat. And as most people know, it's easy to listen to you talk, man. So we, we don't mind <laughs> letting you. <laughs> it's, it's good times. But for this episode, number 166, thank you guys. I think we cracked over 100 of you guys watching out there. So appreciate that one. You guys blowing it up on the YouTube. So glad you guys are supporting the new night. Uh, but for this episode, number 166, September 16th, with our amazing guest, it has been The, the Last, Last Word. word.